Hello and welcome to Grumpy Gamers. Uh, you're here this week with me, Ben, and alongside me I have Eddie. Hello. And that's it. That's 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 Just it me. again. We've had a lot of these two-man shows for a, like recently, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I wasn't to blame if that's what you're getting down there. Down there. <laughs> Yeah, was... Actually, actually, the two that you were on, well, they were legit. You booked in the holiday. You put it. In I even, I even booked in the grumpy gal- ga- grumpy calendars. No, grumpy gamers calendar. That's a typical yeah. one to say. Pop, pop, popped it in there. It's fine. You put the time off. You submit it to your line manager. <clears throat> I said that's fine, and it was approved. And yeah, and it, it was. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I sent that right back to you. That's okay, Eddie. Thank you yeah. for the heads up. Pete, but uh, Pete just pulls sickies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, Pete. Just on the morning, just like yeah, no, can't do it, can't no. do it. It can't was, you know, what, it's a perfect excuse because I thought you said like, oh, are you having technical issues? And he went, yes, but also I'm sick. I was like, oh, wow, double, down. double yes, combo. because this is the thing. Like we thought maybe his internet wouldn't hold up because he's uh, he's had some yeah. yeah, like last couple of days he hasn't been able to get on the internet. So oh, that was that was an issue. And then he doubled down <laughs> doubled with an down. illness. Just in like, case no coming back. Ben like found a way oh. of checking his internet or something. <laughs> just in case I was like, yeah, let's let's check the hotspot, see how that works. Like, just yeah. in case he just went bam, illness. Right? Okay, that's great. Yeah, it's great. Doctor's note? No, no, sorry, because no. it's day one. It's day one of the illness. You're not Smart. getting a doctor's note at day one. Yeah, you'll feel you'll so, feel better tomorrow. Absolutely, it'll be right as rain. <laughs> Rita's rain. But uh, <laughs> anyway, no, no uh, we jest. Um, right, we will be going through the news, the new releases, which in... No, no, that doesn't. Oh. Mm, What's happening? Things. Are you going to say it includes Bayonetta and, and Modern Warfare? But... I was actually going to say, uh, which includes a Playtale. No, it doesn't, because that's in what we've been playing. But yes, Bayonetta <laughs> is included in the new releases. Yeah. Um, but yes, we're going through what we've been playing, which does include a Playtale Requiem. Nice. And then our feature this week, which is on unpopular gaming opinions. And we have got some delivered to us on Twitter yeah. as well from from uh, listeners and people on Twitter in general and uh, they are quite fun so we're going to go through see what we agree with see what we disagree with um, so look forward to that one um, but first of all we'll go through the quick news cool. which starts with Pokemon which comes out in a couple of weeks the new uh, open world RPG uh, Scarlet and Violet which that nerd Dead Pete Punk pointed out last week after the show that I called Ruby and Sapphire, so whatever. <laughs> um, but there were previews this this uh, week which talked about some quite disheartening performance issues. Oh. So it's a bit annoying. Um, Pokemon is like that though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, as long as they have voice acting, you know, that's all that we all care about. <laughs> yeah, I think there's... It's, it's almost like a, a refusal from Game Freak to just spend the masses of money they're making <laughs> in just, you know, getting more developers mm. and uh, upgrading and expanding and all this kind of stuff. But anyway, if you want to read more into that, go to Nintendo Life because they have a YouTube video and an article on it as well. So hopefully there'll be some patches. Hopefully yeah. it won't interfere with the gameplay too much. You know, it is Pokemon. We kind of look past it. So... Mm. Don't want to be that guy, but we will look past it. Um, next one previews of Ragnarok. Um, well, kind of previews that 
people have been playing Ragnarok, so reviews have got this early, and I don't really know how they're kind of talking about it because of NDA and embargo yeah. and all that kind of stuff, but some people have come out and said a few different things, not not specifically to the game, but just like how it feels, like this feels like a PS4 game or this wow, doesn't that, feel yeah. like a continuation or it's the best game ever. Like there have been... Has been arranged now. When if you listen to anybody who's very PlayStation centric, uh, the taglines that they may have picked up may have been "best game ever," "feels amazing," "this is gonna be this that or whatever," like such high praise. Yeah. And then on the other side, um, there are some people that are saying it's uh, feels very much a continuation, feels like a PS4 game, blah 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 blah. Mm. The take home from this is that the internet is fucking crazy. So if you like God of War, this is going to be a fucking banger. So mm. it's going to be great. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's just, it's probably be more of the same, a bit of a bit of a evolution. And there's no doubt in my mind that this is going to be a top top draw game, and it's going to be in the conversation for game of the year. Ooh, game of the year think, conversation? Do you think? Yes, I mean it's got this in people's mind is going to be the rival to Elden Ring, and I. And whether it does actually hold up or not, I I think there will be enough hype around this and enough positive review scores to make it feel like that anyway. So, um, yeah. but it certainly is the one that people are pinning on as the only real contender to yeah. Elden Ring. I think are you, so. Are you going to get it? Yeah, I I mean I've I've I make the joke often that uh, <laughs> I'm way more excited for Sonic than I am God of yes. War. But obviously I will buy God of War Day 1 and I will be playing it. And I really liked the first God of War. I really, really did like it. I just didn't like it after the first time. Yeah. Like I, it was awful to play for another time through. It was awful to watch <laughs> people play it on Twitch. It's just, it's awful. But that first time was actually quite cool. So um, I did try and watch um, a Twitch streamer, Miss Mika, who's playing it uh on dance mat at the moment i tried to watch her play the other day <laughs> on dance mat. yeah cause, yeah because she just completed elden ring on dance mat as well no so, way that's insane yeah, yeah. how are yeah, people I've, I've seen that guy with a recorder play modern warfare and he's better than me like yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah well they, they but the, the, i mean she on elden ring um she did it level one as well she did it first of all just on the dance mat then she did level one uh, run so not not leveling up wow. um and still doing the dance mat so now she's moved on to god of war and she's doing that i was watching it and i was like this is fun and all because of the dance mat thing but i i don't enjoy watching it but anyway <laughs> this this is going to be a good game it's going to be a banger um and you know people were saying this that, and the other on the internet but the internet's fucking crazy so <laughs> let's move on um Football Manager 2020, uh, 2023 Early Access is out. Did you know that, Eddie? Uh, early Access, isn't it? Yeah, Early Access. Yeah. Early Access. So the Game Pass version obviously comes when it comes out in November. I think it's like the 7th or the 8th of November, something like that. Um, but the Early Access version is out now, so you can buy it full price on Steam or wherever you buy your PC games, and, and you can play it from now. Um, your save progress will carry over 
to the new game, but it does mean that any patches that they might put in for day one wouldn't carry on to your game, I don't think. so. What, what, do, you, just... what do you mean by Oh, sorry, if you play an early access, God, I got excited that maybe the 2022 version carried over. No, that no, would have sorry, been awesome. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, 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 no. no, no. But I have been watching it being played um, right, on yeah. Twitch, so... I'm in. I, I'm, I'm in the same yeah. lonely two weeks as I was this time last year. If you remember me saying of knowing that the new one's coming out in two weeks' time. Yes. So I don't ah. really give a shit about my game that I'm playing right now. But it's just shame because I'm on. Feeling. I think I'm on season like twelve or something, and I should really care because I'm close to getting the Milan job. But I just no, just don't give a. Fuck. Oh, it's the worst feeling, isn't it? Because mm. football manager, because it is every single year. Like I haven't started. I had a real urge to play football manager about two months ago and I thought yeah. no what's the point mm. like I can't I can't do it because do, the new one's going to come out and I'll just forget it so I, I shouldn't complain about this but I think in the olden days before Game Pass it used to be fine because I I would never even look at the new Football Manager when it came out because obviously the price tag yes so yes. I would like I reckon if I here we are, I've got my Steam up yeah it looks like I buy it every Every two years, by the looks of it, yeah. Every two yeah, years, maybe I bought because it because then that I makes would, sense. Yeah. Because the iterations aren't usually much more. This does no. look a bit more of a an evolution than the last one was. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Like they're so they're so minimal in terms of their changes. What is good on this one is the Champions League stuff. So and it plays the music and everything. So that's cool. oh very cool. I mean, so so that means you'll put, pop your headphones in for one time. <laughs> Literally. You'll listen to the music and, and take you go, him out again. Right. And when it's um, and it does the draw as well, the Champions League draw. Oh, with, um, cool. what like, is it like with a cutscene the then? Um, no, I think it's more just like all yeah. the graphics are there, so Fine. it pulls it out of the, the. I think it like puts a bit of effort in. Obviously, once you've seen it once, you'll just click uh, oh, draw yeah. teams. Yeah, like all the new features of the last one, where I just do yeah, not absolutely. use. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely. But uh, that one, yeah, Game Pass Day One. So do not. Do not overlook that one. Um, then we had a bit... This is a big quick news, uh, so not so quick. Uh, Resident Evil. There was a showcase this week. Um, and they showed gameplay from Resident Evil 4, the remake that's coming out. And it looks dark, scary, and it looks fucking awesome, to be honest. And it's a massive change of tone from the original. Um, and it looks incredible. I don't know if you saw anything about this, Eddie, but it looks no. fucking hey, wicked. Hey, Resident Evil, <laughs> no, no, you're not interested. Yeah. Um, well, the the Resident Evil Four is obviously the action type Resident Evil, where they shifted focus to a more action kind of game. And even in that, like the clouds on Resident Evil Four, like it was all kind of brown. <laughs> it was like a brown. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up because I've played. Remake, I've played a lot of them. So yes, yeah, I haven't played Resident Evil Four either. Oh, like Resident Evil no, Four was one that one. kind of kind of slipped through the for the net for me. I think at the time, but I. I came back in at five, and right. I played seven and eight. Uh, I played two and three, and I played one. Yeah, so um, just just not four, pretty much. Um, but it looks fantastic. This remake, it looks graphically awesome. The tone, the setting looks wonderful. Um, but not only that, they showed off the Resident Evil Eight DLC, Shadows of Rose, which is out on the twenty eighth of this month. So. For fans of Resi 8, there's, there's that lovely DLC which was always uh, talked about. And there's a third-person mode that's been added to the game. And there's a demo for it out now. Oh. So. There you go. Resi there you fans go. are happy. I mean, 
I mean, I thought Resident Evil 8 was bad. <laughs> but there we go. That's the silly one, isn't it? With the werewolves and shit. And yeah, like, Lady yeah, Dimitrescu. It, it, it was um yes it was that one um and it uh it, it wasn't scary it wasn't <laughs> scary they went more towards a resi 4 and to be honest in their in how they're releasing the resident evil games that makes sense doesn't it because they had 7 which was very scary very scary game uh into 8 which was less scary more actiony into resident evil 4 remake which is obviously where they return to that action stuff and they probably thought you know what will sell better an a more action orientated game so, mm. I I get it, and Resident Evil Eight has done very well. So I'm surprised that's... they haven't gone down like two different routes instead of like just chopping and changing between scary and action. Maybe just gone, I don't know, Resident Evil something, and then gone one, two, three, four. And well, then... they have had a lot of spin-offs. Yeah, so why um... didn't they just do I don't know another word for action or another word for scary, like Resident mm. Evil Horror One, and then. So, so at least then gamers know, like, because I, I can't stand horror expect. games, but I like yeah. action games. So. Yes, it is weird because we've always always said this, and we've talked about it before, and and uh, Kirk's a Resident Evil fan as well, mm. and stuff. They, it's like, it's like they went through this period of just not knowing what type of game to make. Yeah, like yeah. it was, it was, and Resident Evil Five is just so different to. Resident, like they all feel fucking different, and then you get back to seven, and you're like, "Oh, this is scary." <laughs> back being scary, and it's first person, and you're like, "Whoa, that's weird." Yeah. But then they remake two and three, and they they're fantastic old school Resident Evils. Like, yeah, it's 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 like uh, it's like they revel in their identity crisis as opposed to before when it was like, "Well, what type of game is Resident Evil now? What franchise is Resident Evil?" Like Resident Evil Six, I know fucking nothing about that game. <laughs> I kind of like dropped off a cliff. I don't have a fucking clue about that. So, yeah, it's. Uh, but they seem to be reveling in it now and going down this action route for the time being, but changing it and making it more scary in Resident Evil Four. So let's see how that game actually pans out. Whether mm. that's more of a hybrid as opposed to pure action like before. Yeah. But and then talking about action games, the Callisto Protocol has has been confirmed to have a 60 fps mode because that's something that needs to be confirmed now <laughs> after last week after both gotham knights and then in the shadows covering their head a plague tale going oh shit oh god there's a massive backlash over there let's not yeah. let's not get involved um so after both those games of 30 frames per second on the consoles um yeah callista protocol just came out and said yeah, we're we're sixty FPS now. If we're the Callisto game, Protocol, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if the Callisto <laughs> Protocol comes out, if it comes out seamlessly and it has a has a nice positive launch, like I I put on Twitter not long ago, like this seems like the most seamless game. Like they they showed it, then they showed gameplay, mm -hmm. they showed another trailer, another gameplay. They they confirmed that it's got all the graphical settings. They yeah. released the game. Like it's like they didn't like it's just they even did that the the like I don't know what it what you'd call it like a demo where they were oh the they de went the dev like, demo thing yes that's absolutely it. yeah that was brilliant that was abs absolutely it's like they've done everything perfectly we and did I, I wonder the, if it's we did a feature a few probably a couple of months ago didn't we about like what and I think I came up with it because I'm fed up with everyone doing such shit uh, publicity before a game releases but our like perfect release of a game. Yes, I think these guys have it. done bloody brilliant. Yeah. They've they've absolutely nailed it. They've nailed that time schedule thing, haven't they? Of like yeah. talking about like we because I remember um, 
were last Christmas, I think it was Kirk and... Is it Kirk and myself with the offshore guys talking about um, oh, games coming up in the next Christmas, year? And yeah. we were saying, we say, and and with um uh with Dylan from the offshore, we did one earlier before before the all the game season earlier mm-hmm. in the in middle of this year, like talking about what what we wanted to see. And Callisto Protocol was one of those where it's like it was kind of like this thing that you'd had been mentioned and it looked really cool but we didn't really know about it and then all of this like wealth of information came up out about it and they just kept showing it off and kept showing the gameplay and like they just fucking nailed it Mm. so let's just fingers crossed that they see it through to the start of December when it gets released but Mm. it's shaping up to be something really pretty and another good thing about Callisto Protocol it's like 45 quid Mm. like for, sort of for a new seventy quid for uh, Dead Space exactly. or something. Ex- exactly. So for a new game, like it's shaping up real nice. Really um, that. Yeah. But yeah, that's the end of the old quick news for the week. All right, cool. I will go first because I've got the biggie. Uh, Bayonetta boycott situation reaches a conclusion. Um, mm. If you remember, it was last week we were talking about this. Wasn't it, it was, yeah, it was. Um, so yeah, um, basically, for those of you who haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Um, but also, <laughs> no need to recap. No need to recap. Um, <laughs> Fucking listen to it. Yeah, the, basically, the Bayonetta uh, voice actress, um, the original, um, was very upset that she wasn't offered a big enough uh, money um, to do the new Bayonetta three. But anyway, Bloomberg reported uh, that the figure was actually three to four k for four to five sessions. Um, that's a session each, uh, by the way. Approximately fifteen hours worth of work. Um, she wanted a figure, a six-figure sum, uh, plus royalties, which will probably whack that way up. Um, they said no and offered her a cameo for 4K as like a thank you. Uh, that's when she went on the internet and went mental and said hmm. that everyone needs to boycott uh, Bayonetta, etc., etc. Um the internet then turned on her, uh, including me. <laughs> um, and then Platinum Games probably accidentally leaked some contract offers, etc., uh, to dispute the claims. Um, yeah, so basically, it, it kind of looks like she's lied, doesn't it, Ben? It, yeah, it, it, it does. <laughs> and she's done herself no favours in the last 24 hours by basically coming out on Twitter and, and pretending that that she's just being consistent with everything she's saying, but then she kind of confirmed <laughs> that it, she was offered. So the story of events, the la- as as her tweets in the last 24 hours have said, mm. is that she she was offered, I think, $10,000. Yeah. And then... Which prior to, she said 4K, right? If Do I remember y- that? Yes, yes, yeah. correct. So she had said on her, on, on her video last week, she'd said that she was offered 4K to do Bayonetta, which technically... It's not untrue, but what she was talking about was this cameo. Well, no, it is very untrue. I mean, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. With an omission of fact. <laughs> in in the court of law, you could argue that she was not factually incorrect. Yes, that's that's what I'm going for. <laughs> right. Yes, that's Fine. you've nailed it. You've nailed Fine. it. Right. So, but so it, it would appear that she was offered 10k to do the game, where she made. She said she was. She received three thousand and four thousand to do the first two games, supposedly. Um, but she was off a 10k. She went back to uh, the games director and said, um, "I don't don't think this is right. Maybe a bit more or whatever." Mm. Uh, and he then they upped it by 5k yeah. to 15,000. Yeah. Um, 
and she refused and then it went then i think for nine uh, i think it was like 11 months went past or something then they offered her this 4k for a cameo which i don't think she'd realized that she'd then just been replaced um so i think and she said there wasn't like extensive negotiations or anything like that and i think that you know it was probably that maybe there was a bit of loss in translation going on and all this kind of stuff so um you know what what's happened is a she she shouldn't have don't go on the internet don't don't say because the internet finds out if things aren't entirely factually yeah. correct yeah. you know things you know oh you know platinum may have accidentally leaked some of that stuff like because early in the week it was contested like it was pretty contested early on yeah. where it's like oh no because um bloomberg reported it and jason schreier was like uh yeah okay but this is actually the case and, it's, and then it's but the thing is if she'd come out and said oh i'm gonna get paid uh, i was offered 15k hmm. um people may have gone oh that's low blah 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 blah. the the issue that was there was that she said our oh, 15k is too low and or even if when she said 4K, it's too low. But nobody's really asking the question. We did last week. Our, mm. our podcast last week actually aged very well. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> must say. Um, but you're like, well, what does that entail? Like, it turns out it's like 15 hours work. That's like two days work. Yeah. Like, that. yeah, that's that's fine. Like, for <laughs> 15K for two hours, for two days. Like, that's awesome money. Mm. <laughs> that's... I, I understand if this is, I think she's pissed off because of a number of things like her voice being used in Smash Brothers like little snippets of the Bayonetta stuff being used in Smash Brothers not getting any royalties for other things um, and I kind of get that and maybe there was a bit more contract negotiating to do but if you had radio silence for 11 months you have to kind of assume that you're not doing it anymore <laughs> yeah I mean um, that's fair and we, and we did say we did say last week like the issue is, you kind of, if you do kick off or you do want more, you do ask for more, they probably just go, nobody cares. Nobody cares if you're doing this or not. Like, nobody cares if you're voicing this. Character. She, um, the way she communicates on Twitter, it's almost like she thinks that she is an unbeatable goddess. Do you, do you know what I mean? She is mm. like a huge, huge figure. Yes. She's not. <laughs> Well, yeah, there's there's two things to that. She's never voiced anyone else. Yeah. And I doubt anyone knew who she was before this. No, no, that's what, that's what I mean. And, and and the problem is, I don't want to be mean, but she's, she's not painted herself in a good light now. No. So she's probably not helping any future jobs come in. Well, Eddie, uh, <laughs> she's never had another job. In this, as a voice actor, oh, fair enough. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like I know she's trained. She talked about all that training she done, all that kind of stuff. That that's fine. But as a, as a video game voice actress, hmm. you've only done Bayonetta. <laughs> so, oh, the one that's yeah. replaced her, she's done everything, hasn't she? She's done everything. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> she's she's a rock star in comparison. <laughs> she's a fucking rock star. So yeah, it's um, you know, it's I I do think that um. The internet jumps on people and all this kind of stuff, and and she just lost credibility. And as soon as you lose credibility, then you lose the whole thing. It doesn't matter whether she has a a, a proper, a viable argument for this. You know, there are two sides to the story. A story, and the 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 company will think one thing, she will be thinking another. Um, there's probably a little bit lost in the the conversation between the two parties, but. 
the internet will now forever think that she's a liar. Well, I, I think the rule is if you're going to go mental on the internet, maybe don't, maybe keep your facts fucking perfect because people are yeah. going to find out and you're going to look really, really bad. I know, that was kind of Kirk's point, wasn't it? Kirk's yeah. point earlier on our chat, like that, you know, you got to be transparent. And mm. like, it's, it's there's two sides to this. You don't have to be transparent because this should not be in the public domain. Like, don't put it, but she put it in the public yeah, domain. So Kirk's it, yeah. right, it needs to be transparent. Like, because that's not how the internet works. But, you know, certain people did immediately boycott or not really question anything. And, you know, as as we were kind of saying early uh, last week, you don't know, I, we didn't really know much about voice actors pay. We didn't know how much, no. how many lines were going to be in this game. We didn't even know, like, what involvement she'd have how long would that take is that five hours ten hours like yeah. i was just equivalent you know i i'm a i'm a consultant i put it in equ- equate it to my work if i got paid 15 well if i got paid four grand for one day let's say that would that's incredible <laughs> <You'd> be happy <laughs> that's just, yeah i'd be that's, you would yeah. be going on the internet and complaining <laughs> no i i would not be going on the internet and i i would also not be asking for royalties um <laughs> But but also there's no uh, we haven't heard anything in terms of this what what she was asking for one of the her issues I I think in how it came across was that she mentioned about this living wage thing didn't she oh yeah, yeah. um she said like oh I'm just asked to be paid what I'm worth mm. and and a living wage I don't really understand what that means in this circus that if you if you're gonna record for a couple of hours or maybe fifteen sixteen hours a couple of days work. Mm. 15k's living wage that's, <laughs> that's good mighty that's wage. mighty mighty living depends wage depends how you're living but where uh, are you living <laughs> where are you living I mean, maybe that's, that's maybe there's there's questions to be asked that's her argument she has to stay in Hollywood to you know mm. stay relevant and that is true she she, she is a prolific voice actress she's one of the best around I believe by, by according I, to her Twitter <laughs> that's that's what I can only assume from anyway that's that's enough that's <laughs> that's that it's done it's concluded yeah uh, well is coming out is, you it the new that? Releases? is that gonna be is that gonna be everything of that do you, do you reckon it's gonna be in the news next i week? don't know man i don't know what i will say is that i reckon bayonetta pre-orders have gone up loads because of this well they say isn't it any press is good press and this is would not you good be, press but it's... but would you be thinking about bayonetta in any way shape or form before not, this not at all we would not have but really mentioned it. Me and Pete are boycotting getting it because of this situation. You are boycotting. Yes. Yeah, you are fully boycotting. It might yeah, be I... because we had no interest in the game, but it also might be because, <laughs> you know, we we really want to support our voice actors here. Oh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing your bit. Yeah. Just like Kirk and his Activision ban. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He confirmed that he's bought the new Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> Brilliant. So I guess it's, it's so I guess difficult. It's, going well. <laughs> it's a difficult where you you know draw the line with your bands, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it, that line has been fading for a while. We know that. And Kirk, <laughs> as you're listening to this, he's going off oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he played fucking Spyro anyway, didn't he? I know. Oh, and, and Crash Bandicoot, and then oh. I pointed out their Activision games. And oh. He was like, yeah, but they're older. <laughs> they're older, right? Fine. Right. Okay. Yeah, they're made in a different time. 
<laughs> anyway, Activision must have cleaned up their uh, internal record because Kirk is on the case and he's yeah. bought Modern Warfare 2. So. Nice. And that's a pricey one, isn't it? It is a pricey one, but the campaign is uh, reviewing really well. Oh, nice. Like, Because um, you can... If you buy Modern Warfare now digitally, you get um, you get it on early access, but you only get the campaign on early access. Multiplayer and the the op stuff comes in at the end of the week when it actually comes out proper. Uh, right. Uh, and then Warzone comes mid next month. Oh yeah. So, <clears throat> but uh, if you're interested in the campaign and that's what you are getting it for, then you can actually um, you can get it digitally early. So. The reviews of the campaign are looking really good, and people are saying it's 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 excellent. And I, I for one, am looking forward to how this handles, like because I feel like the gameplay is supposedly slower and more realistic in that Ooh. in that way. So that would be cool. It's going. Well, they've got rid of slide cancelling. So. Oh, I know the, the most ridiculous bit. And I did say, <laughs> if you listened to a podcast like six months ago, I mean that is that's the one thing now that I cannot stand about the game. So very happy. yeah, yeah. When when you on the rare occasion when you're dead and I'm not, and you have to watch me slide cancel everywhere, oh, it makes you gosh, yeah. Oh my lord, what yeah. a nightmare! I tell you what, do big streamers? I, I only watch Stone Mountain, and he doesn't do it. Do, do the big streamers? Does all he do not? Everyone slide cancels, yeah, because it's the best uh, for movement, and yeah. it makes you harder to hit. And I know, but and... it's it's very um, horrible it's... to watch. <laughs> mm, yeah, it is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. Especially watching me on screen because I am erratic. Oh am god, and your sensitivity's boy. like fifty, so it's it's honestly. Oh. I am a I am a sensitive guy. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on max for everything. <laughs> that's correct. That's that's why I'm more of a spray and pray type of guy. Um, right, <laughs> moving on to my story. Silent Hill. Uh, after the, well, it's actually before the Resident Evil one. I think Silent Hill had a showcase of their own. So finally, we got some silent uh, some Silent Hill. Announcements. So, for fans of the of the series, which I'm not really a massive fan, but I will be buying games, obviously, for it. Um, but not massive fan. But there are massive fans out there, and finally got some. So, uh, there is a Silent Hill 2 remake that has been officially announced. We we kind of heard we've said this a number of times, but being made by Blooper Team, we even mentioned it last week. Mm. Um, but yet, that's that's coming. Uh, they made the medium, which we mentioned last week as well. I quite liked, but the story was the issue. Now, the good thing about making a Silent Hill 2 remake is you don't have to do the story. <laughs> so um, I reckon this could be quite... Opt- I'm quite optimistic about this hmm. blooper team doing doing this uh, this remake, which looked which looked uh, nice from what we... the little that we saw. Yeah. Um, alongside this, we have a, a film called Return to Silent Hill, that's based on that game as well, and it's going to be really close to the game, oh, like nice. um, in terms of story. So that's quite good. Casting is still ongoing though, so I think that's still going to be a while. And you'd think they would come out relatively close to each other, maybe. Yeah. Film game, film maybe game yeah. first. Yeah. I don't know. So so it might suggest it's a bit of bit of time away. But yeah, I'm hoping well, it could be 2023 though. Could be, but we didn't get any dates on any of this stuff. So. The problem um, is with with get with movies about games though is, is if they're done right they're bloody brilliant but otherwise they're normally pretty shite and they go by the yeah they are normally pretty shite aren't they um, there are some exceptions in recent times um, but ones that are actually like lifelike ones like this like because um, I was thinking like 
the Sonic films based on Sonic, obviously they're quite good. Mm. Um, hoping that the Mario films going to be quite good, stuff, but they're they're like different. They're like kind of cartoony ones. But yeah. I don't know. There haven't been any exceptional. Like the Resident Evil films were okay. I mean, I, um, I actually really like Silent Hill, the movie. Yeah, a lot of people do. Yeah, so, uh, and do. it had some brilliant. Obviously, it had Sean Bean in it. So yeah, and Sean yeah, Bean. Of- didn't die in it. Holy shit! Is that the Whoa. first one ever? Shit, that's a that's a quiz. It's a quiz question. Wow, yeah, save that one. Save that one. Save it. Save it. Save it. Listen, keep it safe because that's going to be one of our features. <laughs> <laughs> Films that Sean Bean didn't die. In. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird feature, but I'll make it work. Oh, it's, a, it's an odd one. Um, yeah. So there was also well, there's plenty of games actually. There was another new game called Silent Hill Townfall. Um, coming made by No Code and Annapurna Interactive, who they're a great developer. Um, who usually do those those like middle size games, so they're not quite indies, they're not quite triple A's. So they're the ones that we term Andes. Um, not much was shown of it, but that is also coming. So it's another Silent Hill game. Um, then they announced that there was something called Silent Hill Ascension, and that's supposed to be something quite different some kind of live interactive real-time experience and jj abrams is involved wow um, holy shit yeah b- big bloody name right so yeah. who knows what that actually means or what that's going to do but it is a thing and then finally they showed silent hill f um uh, which i assume is quite far away but they had like this cool <clears throat> like trailer <clears throat> trailer thing of this girl there was a girl walking through and like um some creepy stuff happening and it's set in 1960s japan hmm. yeah, what, is, cool what, is, setting, what is that look, I, I couldn't even tell you what that looks like well it was a japanese character <laughs> so that's I, that I, right. that's how i could brilliant tell. yeah, yeah so i, I would have guessed that much <laughs> <clears throat> that's what it looks like yeah so right, nailed fine. it um but i'm assuming that one's the furthest one away because it was at the end of the presentation so but it seems like they've taken a leaf out of CD Projekt Red's book, haven't they? Yeah, and just, just announced a shit ton of games all at once. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So I like it. But if if you're a Silent Hill fan, though, I mean, this I tell you what, this presentation was was really good, and I like the fact that Ubisoft have done it recently with Assassin's Creed as well. Yeah, they so you've had announced Ubisoft. all those assistants. Assistants. Yeah, you had Assassin's Creed. Yeah. all the Assassin's Creed games. Um, yeah, you, so you had Ubisoft, you had CD Projekt, and you've had um, Konami here hmm. do this, like just unveiling a load of games all at once. And I quite like that, you know? It kind of sets your stall out, doesn't it? And just goes like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, not bad. It gets you excited about, especially when they're different kind of games. Then yeah, it does get you excited. <clears throat> yeah, all made by different people as well. And the good yeah. thing about this is Konami have probably gone like, oh yeah, like we're Konami, people know who we are, but... <laughs> Truth be told, we're probably quite shit at making games now, so we're going to get other people to make games for us. Wow! I think that's that's a brilliant. That's a brilliant. Savage. They've gone. Look, we they are, never we're... at any point said they were shit at making games. I'm sure they sat around the <laughs> sat around the board table. Let's all right, be bring... truthful to each other. Yeah, truth, truth time. Truth time. They're like, guys, guys, like we make we got Silent Hill, right? We're going to wheel that one back out, are we? And then somebody just goes, mm, we're not going to do it, are we? Mm. We're we're pretty. We're, pretty shit, we're old right? news, aren't we, guys? We're... we're pretty, we're pretty, we're pretty garbage at that now. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, so let's get blooper team in. Mm. So yeah, okay. I reckon, I reckon they've done a, they've done a, done a good job there. All right, right. And they fine. can always blame it on those development teams. Exactly. 
that's 200 IQ. So, moving us on, that's that's the news. That's the news for the week. Brilliant. Right. Well, someone remember to tag uh, Konami in this podcast. For you. I'd love to hear that. Konami admit they're shit at making games. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! Um, right, uh, new releases. Flying the wall then. at the boardroom. So, yeah. <laughs> new releases. Uh, scrolling down, we've got a few here. It looks like another <clears throat> another good week. You know, these, there's a few goodies. There's a few goodies. All these people saying that this year's been a bad year of gaming. I mean, every week has been it's been good, hasn't it? Oh, the, the, I, honestly, now I'm like, I'm just I live in pure excitement because there are games just like fucking everywhere yeah. like this but, is an amazing time like, to be the, the past two years when i've when i've gone through these sections and, and looked at things coming out it's always been like oof, anywhere between five and seven and there's one good one and the rest are kind of falling by the wayside but apart from a couple weeks after after the big releases in february where it did go a bit quiet apart from that it's always oh, been it a lot of good things i did have a bit of a after February, March. Yeah, but that's did, fair like, enough because no one wants to release their games around. Oh, there was loads yes, of ones that died. That's true because there were loads, so many good ones. Yeah, yeah. Elden Ring. That, that. And then after that, they released all the big ones and then they went like, yeah, we're going to take yeah. a little break. Well, everyone's playing now, those games, so fair enough. <laughs> now we're in, but now we're in massive game season again. But I can tell you what, Eddie, I'm looking at this new releases section and I'm saying you're going to start us off with a massive banger now with um, all that. Okay, yeah, I shouldn't have built up that much. Yeah, yeah. First game, Arkanoid Eternal Battle, coming out on PC, PlayStations, Xboxes, and Switch. The whole shebang, which is surprising for how shit this game is. Uh, Well, uh, don't call it shit yet. You know, I thought you were going to come into this and give it a... You've just talked about how games are fucking flying off the shelves right now. Let's go. October 27th. Discover, or rediscover, the emblematic... Block Breaker game in a fully modernised version. Classic elements from the franchise will definitely make a comeback with a brand new... Definitely make a comeback. Really? Mm. Uh, With Mm. a brand new look, new rules, as well as new effects, bonuses and features. Uh, For those of you who don't know, this game is that bar and ball game I've put here. It's that game where you have your bar and you control it at the bottom and you move it Mm. along and make sure the ball doesn't fall down and you, you knock blocks above it. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that's what this game yes. is. I mean, it's modernized, so fully the- modernized, fully modernized, fully. So the music's okay. Uh, the visuals are a, a little brighter, and there's four game modes, including a versus mode and it, an eternal battle mode, where you play loads well, of. Other I mean, people. that is in the title. It is called Arkanoid Eternal Battle, so it's nice yeah. that they worked it into the game. <laughs> yeah. So this is yeah. Yeah, yeah. This oh, it's definitely making a comeback. So yeah, I don't know why they've put that. That's a bit weird. Well, because they're so certain in it, um, we don't need to talk about it anymore because they're just massively certain. But it's that's... not a game that you you play now, is it? Is it? No, no, it's not. <laughs> <clears throat> no, Thank absolutely not. It's Thank you. Hundred percent not. That's all I wanted to hear. Right, yeah. moving swiftly on to Gunfire Reborn. Uh, coming out top October twenty seventh uh, on Xbox Series X. Basically, this this came out in May twenty twenty. It's a level based adventure game uh, featuring first person shooting, roguelike, and RPG elements. Um, but yeah, it's coming out on new Xbox. So on- yeah, this is not the game that I thought it was, but uh, yeah, it looks like a shit Overwatch. Is that? It does, but um, uh, it's got very positive reviews. So okay. part of me isn't going to shit on it. 
There you go. Okay. Good. Good cool. stuff. Moving on to a real goodie. Moonshine Inc. Short for Incorporated, I think. Uh, coming out on PC. Sure is. Sure is, buddy. <laughs> October 27th. The first strategy management game in which you can yes. become the best moonshiner there ever was. Why would you put you in capitals? Because it's not like there's been games where you make someone else a good moonshiner, is there? But what about Brewmaster? Did you see that? Because you see that in my notes that I've put, we had a broadcast a few weeks ago. I did see that, yeah. Build your unlawful empire directly under the authorities' nose. Authorities'? <laughs> um, yeah, with, that, yeah. With authorities. plus recipes, real fermentation methods, and processes recreated. Remember, nothing is illegal till you get caught. That's not true, is it? Yeah, don't. That's not the opinion that's of not, Grumpy Gamers yeah, podcast. That, that's what the spiel says. That's not true. That that that's that's actually the complete opposite. It's really. a lie. It's yeah. A lie. So this uh, we had we had Brewmaster a couple of weeks ago. Ben, don't know Did if you we? remember this. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, actually. <laughs> um, no, this looks really really good. Um, you control loads of aspects. Um, there's loads of like customizations <laughs> of of. How to upgrade uh, your your building equipment to make better recipes, and and then you can buy certain things to help. And there's base building. There's uh, things like law levels. Um, there's delivery systems. You can buy different cars. The visuals look good. The UI looks brilliant. Um, I've wished it listed it already, um, and I I genuinely think this looks bloody brilliant. Yeah, I think it looks quite good. I, I would be the only thing that I'd be wondering about would be once you get the loop, is it going to be actually quite basic? Uh, it's one of these things where you, one of these strategy management games, which might look impressive on the face of it, but actually, how deep does that actually go? Yeah, I see what you mean. Um, so, I agree. I think it's not going to be a forever game. I I agree with that, but I think it's going to be a really enjoyable like. 20 hour 30 hour experience yeah i like the look of it i i might wish list it myself because it's right up my street yeah absolutely really really yeah. like the look of this um next one Sackboy, a big venture is coming out on pc october 27th so that's yeah, a pretty staple uh playstation game isn't it yeah continues playstation's um, oh yeah releasing of games onto pc doesn't it so yeah. yeah, fair play. It's, I like it because uh, it just means more of them are coming to PC. It's good, but uh, I, I remember being so excited about all these PlayStation games coming out on PC, but this is £50, so... Yes, you know, you know, Eddie, these, these fucking PlayStation games coming out on PC, and I... So I've been buying them on my Steam Deck. I've bought quite a few on nice. the Steam Deck recently because mm. I've been getting them for reasonable prices, and it's great. This week, I managed to get uh, my... PlayStation um, on my Steam Deck via Remote Play. Oh, so wow. your PlayStation 5 just appears on your screen. Like, you could control it fully um, from your, your screen. Just like just like Remote... I've never used Remote Play before, but PlayStation has that feature. Yeah. I got it on the Steam Deck. It took me... It was a faff on to do it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. But now it is on there, and I'm so impressed. I had it on my TV on in the background... And it it was like one for one. I mean, my internet connection is okay. It's like it's like seventy meg, so it's pretty good mm. for this country. But you got people who are obviously on like a gig and stuff like that. So yeah, but but mine's not like out of this world internet. But the latency was just so small. 
it was like I couldn't tell that it wasn't one for one in wow. my in my movements. Um, and for that reason, I could just load up any of my PlayStation games. So I've recently bought Death Stranding and fucking Day, Days Gone and, yeah. and Horizon and stuff like that. Like I've got them all on PlayStation, so <laughs> I, I could just could just be playing because I'm not taking my Steam Deck uh, anywhere. Like I yeah. use it as a handheld for my sofa not taking it outside yeah. I'm not taking i'm not i'm not a fucking mentalist i'm not taking <laughs> a, a, a like a 500 i might steal it off you yeah i might just blame Jesus, on someone else yeah, <laughs> fucking hell I'm not, I'm not i'm not stupid um so yeah i just play on the sofa uh so yeah actually actually i'm starting to think maybe i don't need these games on pc i could just play them like, <laughs> uh, through through the remote play yeah <laughs> Probably. What a waste of money! Recently. Yes, that's a lot of money. Although you got Days Gone for quite cheap, didn't you? Like 15 I did get it for cheap. Yeah. I did get it for cheap. Um, I think I got it for like thirteen quid, which is excellent. I got Death mm. Stranding for twenty something, and Horizon Zero Dawn is was also like seven ninety nine on CD Keys or something. So actually, they are running real cheap at the moment. But still, I yeah yeah remote play is fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right. Uh, let's move on to Saturnalia. Saturnalia? Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. Coming out on PC, PlayStations, Xboxes, and, thank you, Switch, October 27th. A survival horror adventure. As an ensemble cast, explore an isolated village of ancient ritual. Its labyrinth roads change each time you lose all your characters. Um, this, uh, the visuals look horrendous um it looks like it's drawn by a 10 year old and it, then it's colored in by their younger brother who's a five-year-old um the mm. game footage i've seen honestly mm. the frame frames per second I, I i've said on this <clears throat> podcast famously that i don't really notice it um unless it's under like 40 and this honestly looks garbage absolutely like 10 10 frames per second like I could get a picture book and and cliff it anyway. Anyway, I'm yeah. He- this game looks fucking awful. Oh, it does good. Look awful. I th- I'm yeah. glad you said that. No, right, I can one of those things that I can't. I couldn't get over. Like I know it's a design choice. I can only assume it's a design. I hope it's a design <laughs> choice. I hope that this is what they envisaged envisaged in their mind. Yeah. But my God, why would you? Yeah. Like if that was what you were hoping for, don't. Oh, like, like even like when you see him, like the walking's bad, but like when you see yeah. him run and stuff, it just it looks good. And the background is all dark. And is it trying to be scary? Is that what it's trying I don't, to do? Yeah, I don't. I I was. I think I was watching a developer play it. I think that's what I saw a video of. Oh yes, I've seen um, that video. Yeah, I've seen that video. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I couldn't. Oof. I just switched off at five seconds. I was like, okay, shit. I can't do it. I can't do it. It doesn't matter if it's the best game in the world. I can't do it. Do you think this game will do well because it does have a an edgy look and it's different and all that shit? That that's the thing. It is coming out on all platforms. Yes. Um yeah. and and it's people like me that are probably too up their own ass to ever give it a chance because of those visuals. Yeah. But maybe you'll be you might get people out there that will give it a chance to go, Oh, this is the best horror game ever. Um, 
I don't know, man. It's, it's like, I don't know how you can sell to a mass market. I don't know how you can get a lot of sales if your game looks like this. problem with this type of game, if you see it on the Switch, on the uh, on the eShop, you will assume it's shovelware. You'll assume it's nonsense mm. because it looks like so many other crap games they have on the Switch. Yeah. Um, like that they have on the eShop. Mm. It just looks like another one of those. So it would... Uh, I think it's unless it gets some good press, it'll be hard press I mean, to ever. Like it, it looks like spotted. one of those edgy games that if it got some good press, then people would all be saying it's game of the year contender. And yes, I'd get really if, upset. If it if it gets good press, then yes. But otherwise, like it's nothing that can be discovered because who's just going to randomly click on that game and go, yeah, let's have a, let's have a go. <laughs> I like. Well, let's games give it this give one. <laughs> let's give this game a fucking go, should we? <laughs> This is um, great mm. Yeah, well, let's cool. move on. Um, Star Ocean, The Divine Force, coming out on PC, PlayStation, Xboxes, October 27th. Uh, Square Enix and Tri-Ace <clears throat> present the latest title in the Star Ocean RPG series. What a fucking blurb that is. <laughs> it's I, don't know where Pete, I don't know where Pete got that from, but maybe that's the best he could find. I mean, he's got it off Steam. You do realise all he does is go onto Steam and copy and paste it. Why did they use that on Steam? Because <laughs> uh, that's they fucking got awful. Really lazy. Maybe the guy that does the blurbs was on holiday. They were like, "Oh, the people who are going to buy this are going to buy it. Anyone who doesn't know what it is isn't going to fucking buy it." Yeah, I guess they just went yeah to our diehard fans. Yeah, um, mm. I mean to the people that do actually want to play this. This is. Um, you you explore in three dimensions. Uh, it's the largest environment ever, apparently, um, and the scope of its battles has also evolved. So, if you do like these kind of games, then it it sounds like a goodie. You've so got to admit, Ben, the visuals are quite nice, though, right? This it's a, it's such a saturated market that kind of JRPG, JRPG space. Look. Yeah. Um, it's it's so saturated. This has a big name behind it. Star Ocean is a big name and franchise. Mm. However, has in its recent titles, as far as I'm aware, not not been great. They've not been not been good. And I think fans of the franchise would jump at the chance to be playing Star Ocean, which was a seven out of ten. I oh. think they'd they. I think that's the consensus that I that I hear. So. It doesn't have to be brilliant. It just has to be serviceable to get the fans back in the series. But I don't actually think it does look that good for a JRPG. Some of these JRPGs that come out these days just look so fucking good. Yeah. Even um, I downloaded once, one once. <laughs> Can you believe it? Never played it, obviously. But <laughs> no, no, obviously not. But even look at like Scarlet so. Nexus and stuff on Xbox, uh, on, the, on Game Pass that you can still get, I think, and it's on all platforms, actually. I don't know why I said Xbox. Um, but yeah, that looks, uh, that looks amazing. Um, mm. As a... I've got one on the PS5 that I haven't played yet. I've forgotten his name, but there are so there are so many good-looking JRPGs out there, and I think this is just off the mark. Yeah, yeah. So it's not even a good, not even a great looker of a JRPG. So if you're not a big fan of the series, I think you're struggling to sell copies of this game. Mm. Well, maybe they have a really big hardcore fan base. Maybe they do. Yep. Yeah. I'll see. And hopefully it's a good, good game. I don't know. Mm. There you go. Um, moving on to Warhammer 40k or 40,000 as they put. Inquisitor Martyr. 
uh, coming out on PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X, so it's a next-gen uh, October 27th, because the real game came out in August 2017. I, th- I think it came out on the consoles in 2018, if I remember correctly. Um, oh, is this just a next-gen upgrade? Yeah, then, it all it? is, yeah. It's a twin-stick uh, right, action okay. RPG. Um, it's supposed to be quite a good Warhammer game, to be fair, uh, if you're interested in your Warhammer games, so... Yeah, check that out if you're interested. You ever been interested in these types of the Warhammer games? I've played a lot of different types of Warhammer games. Um, I genuinely reckon I've probably played over 20 Warhammer games in my lifetime. Um, the problem is, and people agree with this, is they're so fucking hit and miss that it's not worth buying expensive Warhammer games. Um, I don't mean that in a mean way. It's just there are so many where they... I really think their business model is just throw shit at the wall... Hardcore fans will always, always buy it because there are, like, I used to be a really hardcore Warhammer fan um, and they will buy the games. And then, of course, you've got the occasional game that is actually a good computer game. So, therefore, non-Warhammer people will buy it and, you know, and then then you've got a lot of money coming in that way. So, Mm. mm, never played this one. Didn't like the look of it. Um, But, hey. It's next gen. There's a next gen. There's a next gen upgrade. There's, right, we're moving. Gen. We're moving into Ugh. the games that you promised from the start. That the good game season, right? Hey, I mean, we fucking had moonshine. Oh yeah, we had moonshine. We've had a lot of other stuff. Right, fine. Let's move on to yeah. a really big shit one then. Bayonetta Ooh. three coming out on Switch October twenty eighth. Bayonetta. Go on, give it a bit of a give it a bit of a judge on this this reading. Judge. Here we go. Yeah, zhuzh it for me. Why do you have to make that sound weird? Bayonetta struts through multiple locations in an all-new, over-the-top, climax action game for Nintendo Switch, sporting a wicked new ensemble and somehow familiar pigtails, the titular Umbra witch... Umbra? Hmm. Uh, ...must face a mysterious evil using her signature guns and time-slowing witch-time ability... This time, invading man-made bioweapons called homunculi. You know what's so annoying? I tried to find how to pronounce that word on the internet before this podcast, and I couldn't find it. Yeah, that I think you did a valiant, uh, yeah. valiant job there because I tried to read that. Mm. I, I even I went on lots of three attempts. Yeah, no, I went on like loads of videos, and I even got to each bit that, and every time they went like, "Oh, a new enemy." And then the name would pop up on the screen. I'd go, fuck off. Even you don't know how to pronounce it. Um, Yeah, find themselves in Bayonetta's crosshairs. Um, Yeah, so this (laughs) is the third in the Bayonetta series. Action, adventure, third person. Um, This is, honestly, this is the first time I've ever seen gameplay of Bayonetta. Um, And I think it looks absolutely horrendous. There's your unpopular opinion. Talking about... No, I don't (laughs) know. Talking about our feature... (laughs) <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a, that's a nice link. That's a nice. Link. I mean, Bayonetta. It's it's weird because Bayonetta does not sell a fuck ton of copies. It it doesn't like it's oh. it doesn't it doesn't make much money. You know that people have recently been talking about. You know, with this news story that's been going on, like Bayonetta doesn't make any fucking money. It's not expected to make any money. It's, yes, uh, it's just that, yeah. it's just good for Nintendo's catalog and all this kind of stuff and and what have you. So. You know, I don't think it sold loads of copies, but um, I have played the first one, oh. and it's okay. Like it's I, okay. yeah, it's okay. I don't think I'm gonna get this one. So oh. I think I'm gonna boycott it. 
Very good. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't think I am. Uh, but yeah, there are um, rumours of performance issues, aren't there? That's the oh, one. come on, Ben. You're just straight out reading my notes now. <laughs> no, 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 you've said rumors. frame rate, actually. Um, oh, okay. But there are, right, fine. But, but there are actually... Yeah, I mean... I think people obviously are playing early builds of the the game. Yeah, I think maybe. somebody got the game early, released some footage, that type of stuff. So let's see if that is actually true. A game like this kind of needs to run quite smoothly. The first two ran very smoothly. So, um, but I'm not massively interested in Bayonetta. Mm. Let's see what the reviews come up because I reckon it could view, review very very well. Do you think so? Um, yeah, I do think so. I think we will see this in the high 80s. Wow. Holy cow. Okay. Because it's Switch only. Mm. And yeah. I think the reviewers that review this game will probably be very into Bayonetta. <laughs> so I'm not not saying it may be an objective 88 or something, but I reckon it will be up there. I'm going to look up. What what's their one and two? I think they were pretty. Yeah, high. actually, I don't know. Look it up. Yeah, that's good. Oh shit! Point. Um, okay, Bayonetta for Switch was eighty four. Okay, um, Bayonetta for PC was fucking ninety. Yeah, Jesus like Christ. maybe the Switch version wasn't as good. Uh, what about whoa? What was it on that Bayonetta thing? two for Switch ninety two. Right there, you go. Yeah, I reckon oh, we could wow. see ourselves with a high, and 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 if it does come on, come in really high. Let's just say it came in at 90, for argument's sake. Mm. Um, but it didn't sell that way. It might sell very well because of the controversy. Yeah. Um, it's going to be in contention for being in those top five game Ugh. games for the year, like at Jeez. Jeff Keighley's event. Mm. It's going to be up there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Bayonetta 3 does slip um, into that discussion. I'd be upsetting, because I think it looks truly terrible. But um... <laughs> Anyhow. Most Switch games have done that to me, so I guess. Um, well, you didn't. You don't need that. Yeah, you don't need that. Moving on to don't a biggie. Moving on to the biggie, I should say, because Bayonetta three is obviously shy. Um, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare two coming out on PC, Playstations, and Xboxes, October twenty eighth. Save the date. I bet a lot of people have actually. Oh, I tell you what, I'm gonna look at my work calendar. Oh yeah, I'm so gonna look at my work calendar to tomorrow. See see who's taking the Friday off. Because this is one of those games, isn't it, that my mates used to. Uh, when I it it is. It's one. It's one of those games <laughs> like FIFA, where yes, people take exactly. time. Yeah, FIFA. It was always FIFA and Call of Duty in the pubs when I used to work in my. I used to see loads of people request holiday day. Oh fucking hell, we go. Now, obviously, this is um, uh, this is an early access at the moment where you can get the campaign like we mentioned oh, yeah. earlier. But yeah. that's for the. F- this is the full release, and most people play it for multiplayer, don't they? And so Absolutely. the multiplayer comes out on Friday. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I think. I think. I mean, I would say I think most people get it for the money player, but um, yes. you know, Kirk told me off when I once said that, so I'm not going to say that. No, I, I like the campaigns. I really do. Oh, okay. Uh, apparently, they're actually quite good as well, aren't they, to be fair? Yeah, they are. They're, some of them are, are excellent. The only reason I would really look at getting this game is, one, for the campaign, because I quite like to have a little five, six-hour bash on the campaign, mm. but two, it's to level the old guns up for Warzone, isn't it? <laughs> so, you're, so you're ahead of the curve already, yeah? Yeah. Well, the thing is, if you're getting well. in at if you're getting in at ground zero, then mm. it it works like to buy it on day one yeah. to level up. Because what I didn't want to do was buy fucking Vanguard and Cold War and stuff like that. You're too late in the day to be leveling up your guns. Then you could just do it yeah. on Warzone. Yeah, exactly. But, you know what? Also, um, 
made me really want to get the old one was because apparently they have modes in them where it's really good for training. So, for example, you can set it. Like Warzone, I was like, how to be better at Warzone. The first thing everyone says is, go on to the game um, and load up headshots only. And I was like, oh, oh how do I do that? And it was like, you need to buy the full fucking game. So, oh, it's a mode in multiplayer, is it? Exactly, yeah. Oh, or I think it's a mode in training or something. But there's loads of little things you can do in them, so... Yeah, a lot of people play one-hit kill pistol. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm not gonna get this um, personally, which is surprising because I like my first-person shooters. Um, but it's because the price tag's putting me off at the moment. Are you? Are you? Let's say the price tag was a little bit better. Mm. Uh, this this surely because we play a lot of Warzone and we're gonna play a lot of Warzone too. Yeah. Um. Would this be something you're interested in just so that you can you know, play some multiplayer, level up your guns, or do you just want to do that in Warzone like we always have? It's one of these that I remember halfway through our times in Warzone, I remember the, me toying with the idea of me getting the game so I can level up a weapon or do a bit of practice. Mm. Um, and I remember going on for those many months thinking, oh, I should have got it at the beginning. Oh, I should have got it at the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think part of my brain will be sensible this time. And when it does come on a sale near the beginning, I'll go get it because then you're not regretting not getting it for fuck the next nine months. That's exactly so, the same as my view. Yeah. But equally... You know when like there's been those free multiplayer weekends where you get to play. Oh yeah, well, so yeah. you get to like level up your guns during those weekends. Yeah. I absolutely hate Call of Duty multiplayer. <laughs> like I hate it it's so much. So like, fast, run, and so... kill, yes, get it killed, is exactly run, that. kill, yeah. get killed. Like it's just like, oh, this is I, it's soul destroying. I remember it like so going horrible. from yeah on those free weekends because I had gone from um, playing a lot of PUBG. Or as PUBG, as Pete calls it. Of course, um, yeah. Sorry, Warz- I didn't know what you meant by PUBG. So. <laughs> onto Warzone. And holy shit, going over to Modern Warfare multiplayer for those three weekends was... I, 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 I think I phoned up either you or Jack and went like, who enjoys this? Like, It's horrible. It's non-stop. Like, I, I remember at the end of a game, I used to be like shaking because it used to be so non-stop and run, 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 die, grenade. Used, it, pff, nah, not for me, but... Yeah, I do want to level up the guns. I want to get better at the game. Um, but the price tag's a bit too steep for me at the moment. Yeah, it's amazing that it is um, it is obviously the best-selling franchise, the best-selling mm. game. I mean, that's why yeah. Microsoft are paying incredible amounts yeah. of money to, act for, to get Activision for these types of games. But yeah. um, And it does always surprise me that so many people play these games like this, but um, are, we obviously play Warzone, but... You know that multiplayer is so prolific; people fucking love it. So absolutely, uh, that that's probably another reason why I'm reluctant to get it because I am a I'm a podcast gamer and I'm also a hardcore gamer. And what I mean by that is I I need to play lots of games uh, to see what's out there, to see what's good, and to see what is my next. Moving on to hardcore gaming, moving on to what game I will play fucking three hundred hours over mm-hmm. you know so yep. if i got modern warfare it's expensive i would tell myself you need to drop some serious hours into this game and and it is it it is all the same isn't it do you know what mm. i mean it is all run and die run and die 
You've got your different maps, yeah, sure, but it's. I suppose it, it. I suppose a lot of these people playing it are playing with their mates and stuff like that. We get the same yeah. enjoyment out of playing Warzone because we're just yeah. playing with our mates. It's not even that it's Warzone really for me. Like it's yeah. just the fact that the game is pretty good, but I'm playing with my mates, so you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't see how it can be too fun on on Call of Duty like multiplayer because it's so. No. You you die probably. Let's say on average, I'd like to see what the average is, but probably like twelve seconds. Do you reckon yeah. the average life? I could, so, yeah. It's um. I wouldn't even have time to find you and Jack. Yeah, that's the thing. Like <laughs> the reason we enjoy Warzone is because it's quite tactical. That's what I mean. It's are... tactical and it's fun, and you're always with each other. There's there's no yeah. like. Sure, you can die in a hat, but it, it's 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 fun. Like doing all this, or maybe well, spending half your time trying to buy you and Jack back. That's, hey. that's the fun of it. Isn't yeah. it? Oh yeah, that's fine. That's fair. Actually, there's a fair comment. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we haven't fucking streamed it in a while because it's no. just. I mean, Jack's had some bad days. Hasn't he? He's just watched me and you play. Oh yeah, no, he has had a few nights where he's just been a spectator. <laughs> just watching the, the whole night, the poor bastard. <laughs> oh dear, bless him. Uh, anyway, right, moving on to another really good game is Factorio. This is a Switch release, um, October twenty eighth. Uh, I want to talk about this because um i love factorio but i stopped playing it because to me it's ever so slightly too simplistic in the way i don't like sitting in front of my computer knowing that my main time of the evening before my missus shouts at me for gaming too much is playing such a game that is is a little bit too simple and too fun i think this would be a fucking brilliant handheld game do you think it will control well on on the handheld, on a controller handheld? I don't know. I can't see why not. Why? why what, what's your reservations? I'm just thinking that it's it's definitely a mouse and keyboard game in its in its origins, right? Yeah, so okay. I'm just thinking they obviously have a system and, and this has released on other consoles I'm pretty sure of. Uh, um, probably. I mean, I it's very much so. a PC man's kind of game. But, um, but um, it's like RimWorld isn't on... Cons- oh, there is a console room world. There though, is there? a console room world. I'll there have is you. a console room world. I'm checking it now, but I'm pretty sure there is. Uh, of course there is, but there's no Switch version. Console edition. Oh, Metacricket. Oh, yeah, Xbox One, 92%, Ben. Shitting hell. Yeah, what do you want? <sighs> what do you want? That Should game. we look up that Rim World on PlayStation 4? Oh, Go let's on, not then. do that. No, it hasn't, hasn't worked out well, actually. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go back to uh, Xbox One. Yeah, great, ninety-two percent on Xbox One. There you go. So yes. So we didn't answer the question: Is Factorio on other consoles? Oh right, sorry, I just got distracted by Rimworld. Um, mm, Factorio, yeah. Factorio. I'm I'm pretty sure it is. Do you not remember? Must must be to come on the Switch. It must be on Xbox or something. Um, Nintendo Direct. Oh fucking hell. Yeah, this is this is bad broadcasting. <laughs> Will Factorio ever come to yeah. console on Reddit? So maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it's the Switch. Oh, so actually, Switch it's Switch console exclusive. You heard it here first. Factorio, twenty eighth mm. of October. Looks good though. <laughs> okay. So in twenty twenty one, there's an article saying Factorio is now available on Xboxes. So so no. <laughs> Switch console exclusive. <laughs> No. Factorio coming October 28th. 
yeah. Sorry, that was that was that was poor. That was on you. Was pretty... You're the one that <laughs> well, said. That, I don't. I can't see how that was on me. Mm. Okay. Mm. Right. right yeah. Next one. Live by the sword tactics. Oh, is there? A... You know what? I didn't look this up. Maybe there's a live by the sword game as well. Don't worry about it. Honestly, for this game, don't worry about it. <laughs> live by the sword tactics is an unashamedly old school tactical RPG with modern gameplay ideas. Set after the fall of the land, you control two brothers who must traverse the kingdom to stop it from falling back into the darkness of conflict. Single player and multiplayer game modes available. It's a grid-based combat game. Um, I'm not mad at the visuals, even though the visuals are quite simplistic. They're they're what we call simplistic but uh, polished, I believe we've called it in the past. Is, um, is it right? Yeah, I think I think this is simple but good. Right, could be. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you like about it? It looks it looks simple. If that's what you're gonna, <sighs> yeah, it, it actually could be really good. Oh wow! Right. Okay, that was a good turn out. But, <laughs> but it's just you know, it just it doesn't do itself any favors really on the on the visuals. But I don't know enough about. The game. I was going to make a joke about it, saying it's an unashamedly old school tactical RPG. Maybe it should be ashamed. I don't know. But um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's going to oh. fall somewhere. Right. I thought this looked yeah. okay. Oh, fuck yeah. You. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. Resident Evil Reverse coming out on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, October twenty eighth. Beloved Resident Evil characters clash in a fight to the death. Test your skills against other players in six-person deathmatch battles. Uh, I've so never this even is... heard of this fucking game. No, no, exactly. This is a third-person with no crosshair game, which looks fucking terrible. Yeah, why is that? <laughs> like, when you shoot the gun, a crosshair oh, appears, but it? only as you shoot. Oh, it's so bad. Like, but, but, like I, I just saw people missing people. Yeah, of course, because... You can't see the crosshair and it's third person. You have no mm. idea where you're shooting. I don't... Oh, my God. To be fair, though, I have um, heard from somebody who um, was, like, gun-trained uh, said to me that if somebody was stood, like, seven metres away or something and you were shooting with a handgun and that if somebody was going to shoot him, he'd just say, yeah, go on then, try. Because it's bloody hard to hit. So this is realistic, ultra-realistic. Huh. Oh, is that is that what they've gone for, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> In Resident Evil Reverse, they've gone for ultra-realism. Oh, dear. I've, I've never even heard of this. Is this fucking free-to-play or something? Like, what What, what the? What is this nonsense? It's, it's, uh, it's currently 25%... Oh, wait. I saw that, right? It says 25% yeah. off, but it doesn't say a price. But it says you can buy Resident Evil 8 and you get this with it for free or something. You can I buy don't know Resident, what's going yeah, on. Resident Evil Village, and it comes with this, and that's twenty five quid. Or yeah, you can I get don't... it in a huge bundle for forty quid, down from one hundred and ten. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how to get this game. <laughs> I have no opinion on whether this game is good or bad. Like from what I saw, like if you're bang into Resident Evil, <laughs> yeah, yeah I put this will sell, no doubt, because yeah, yeah, like this. Looks, if you're into yeah. Resident Evil, then. Why? Why the fuck not? Mm. Um, yeah, give it, give it a go. But free to play? Is it? <laughs> Let's right. say yes, shall we? You heard it here first, Grumpy Gamers. It it's first. free to play. 
And, Resident uh, Evil Reverse, free to play, PC. <laughs> and if it costs money, you can ask Ben to uh, reimburse you for the cost. No. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, last one. The Unliving coming out on PC October 31st. Raise the dead as a fearsome necromancer in the dark world of the Unliving. Lead your undead armies into the endless fight in this rogue light action RPG game. Oh, they put game. Well done. Um, burn cities to ash with devastating magic spells, slay epic bosses, and turn your enemies into morbid servants. You know you celebrated them putting game to RPG game, but that's like in this action role-playing game game. Oh yeah, actually that's really bad. Yeah. That's the one instance where you don't put it. Because I've been really... <laughs> for our listeners who haven't been listening to the recent podcast, I'm really pissed off that it seems to be a trend that they don't put game after, like, strategy or tactical <laughs> they just put that instead of tactical game or fucking strategy game or management game the but one yes, time this is rpg yeah that maybe mm, pete copied yeah. it over wrong no no, no that's no that's just their God, right that's an oversight isn't it I who checks know. these why don't people check these like mm. I get my mate to read some fucking homework before I submit it. And these people are releasing games. And they don't realise that such a prevalent and prolific podcast is going to be using this Steam... Yeah, where 50% blurb. of them didn't even realise. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, so this is a... You kind of raise the dead um, and they come and fight alongside you. Each dead person has their own abilities. You raise different types of dead people, you know, like werewolves and stuff. Um, it's got like a 90s kind of uh, arcade look to it. Um, I, again, think this could be quite fun. Yeah, I I think 90s, I think it looks a bit more modern than that. I, so think Diablo um, hmm. Necromancer meets Hades. That's Hades, I've got huge Hades vibes. I'll give you so that Hades, one. but yeah. and and playing as so if you were playing as a necromancer from Diablo <laughs> in Hades, this is what this game is. I think this game looks fantastic. Mm. I think it looks absolutely brilliant. Good. I um, so it's out on the thirty first of October. I am quite interested in it actually, depending on price and um, to get it on Steam Deck or something because it looks fucking good. Mm. Really, really good. It's going to be a good uh, little handheld game as well. I think so. It's just that there's so many games coming out right now. Can I really justify buying some yeah. some random indie called The Unliving on Steam? Mm. No price tag yet. No, it's one for the wish list though, because I think that looks absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I think it would be. I don't think it would be too expensive, man. I think it would be about 15, 20 quid. I know, but still, with all these good games first. coming out. You know, Sonic's coming out soon. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, and God of War. Yeah, especially Sonic, though. You're right. You're right. I've got to save my pennies for it. Right, what's your pick of the week, Eddie? What's your pick of the week? Um, this is controversial. Now, I was going to say Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, because I am quite excited about Warzone coming out, and obviously this game is huge for the masses. But I'm not going to do that, because I find the games quite repetitive. Um, plus, Pete might shout at me if I give that game of the week. So I am giving my pick of the week to Moonshine and Corp. Oh, I thought you were going to go Factorio. But yeah, okay. No, well, Factorio has already come out. Loved it. Um, but this Moonshine Inc. 
is a, looks like the perfect kind of indie game. It looks like someone's really taken care and done a really good job there. So I, I'm really excited to play this game. Was Brewmaster our pick of the week a few weeks ago? It probably was, because I, I like to look at that. So. That would be good. That would be good. Right, okay. Well, good stuff. Um, let's move on to what we've been playing then, because I know you've been playing something different, and then I've been playing a Plague Tale. So let's let's go off with uh, your one first. Yeah, cool. Um, I'll go for the... Because I'm playing, playing a little small game, um, and that's uh, Despot's game. Do you remember this one? I, I, I remember the name. I'm now going to look it up in the background whilst you start talking about it. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I will say, I'll caveat this with that. I am playing because uh, listeners, I, you may have heard, I said I bought Kaplerth last week and I have bought it and I have been playing it as well. Um, I think I'm about 10 hours deep already. Um, but I'll talk about that next week because I want to talk about it with Pete because Pete's already played it. Pete loves it. Um, and I want to play a bit more because uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting quite bored of it, which... It's quite upsetting because, yeah, I thought this was going to be a huge, huge game for me. Um, So I don't want to give it uh, too much credit and then obviously realise that I'm done with the game. So I'll talk about that next week. But for this week, I've been playing Despot's game as well. Um, This came out in September 29th this year. Yeah, we we put it in a new releases and you liked it, didn't you? Yeah, I said I liked it. It came out on Game Pass. So did it. had to. had to. This is the rule. Um, it's okay. done by uh, Confer Games, that famous game developer. Um, oh, yeah. It's their only game. What, what else have they done, Eddie? It's, it's their only game. I apologise. Oh. Yeah. Right, fine. Yeah. Lied, one. lied to the audience there, that's fine. Is it? What? What else have they done? I no, think... no. You lied in saying that they're famous. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, fuck you. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is a roguelike tactics army builder game. Um if you haven't listened to the podcast uh, from a few weeks ago, go back and listen to it. Uh, and then uh, nice I'll plugs. let you know that uh, it's, yeah, it, you basically only choose your people uh, and then they go and fight on each level. Um, and then what, once you finish that level, you go on to another place, you pick another place to go to. So what and does that, that mean? You only choose your people? So... What does this mean? That's difficult. To, um, so you... At the end of each level, you can yes. buy extra people, and you can yep. buy extra weapons. You're creating an army, aren't you? You are creating right. an army, essentially. Um, yep. You have money that you get from each battle that you're in, uh, and you also have food to feed your people. So you basically need to build up an army uh, with the right weapons, with the best weapons, uh, you need to make sure they're all fed, and you need to, the the point in the game is literally just finding your way to the boss of each level, and then you kill the boss, and then you move on to the next level. Ah, and then you can replenish stock in between. So it's like a roguelike in each. Is it a roguelike? Yes, is that... yes, exactly. Yeah, you get start from the start, build up your army, and absolutely. Yeah, and um, when you die like fully die because when you when you lose a battle you can go back to if if you've got a certain perk you can go back to an old saved bit basically right, yep. uh yep. and keep on going but when you die die you do actually get like bonuses as well to start on your next game ah, okay so um yeah. does that develop your starting position or does it just give you a one time bonus it'll Is it give like a... you um i can't remember now but there, there's different types of bonuses that you get so it can be um, just weapons, so you can get yep. some. Re- you can start off with some really good weapons to give your little people. 
Um, But there are other differences. You've got these things called mutations that give you other abilities. It's like, you know, if you have three fighters, then they can do a special ability. Um, Or maybe you can press a button and it does something special, like uh, heal one of your people or something like Mm. that. Um, Do you you control the battles? Do you just send your people into battles? You honestly just click go and that's it. Yeah, And they'll all fight each other. Um, It's all about... Um, making sure people have the right weapons. Uh, before uh, a, an army, you can place them in certain places. So, for example, you, you typically put the ranged people behind uh, the fighters. Uh, and maybe if you've got a tank, because all these weapons, what they do, they, they completely alter the stats of the person that they've got. So, right. for example, a shield will give you only five more attack, but it will give you 200 more health. So basically, that's your tank guy. Or yes, you could yeah, give okay. someone like uh, a wand, and that will give them plus bloody 500 plus, attack. Plus 10 Harry Potter. Yeah. Yes, plus but of course Harry Potter's very weak, so no mm. extra health. So he's a really weak person. Um, so it's all about yeah, giving the right things to the right people. Buying the right weapons, obviously, is really important, because if you have no tanks, for example, on the front line, then you're not going to do very well. Um, and if you've got only tanks, then you're not going to do any fucking damage. So it's all about managing in that way. Um, it's quite entertaining in that way because on some levels you can't buy people. You can only buy yep. like food, for example. Um, so it, it's a good challenge to work out where you've gone wrong. It's quite fun to lose, if you know what I mean, because you go, right, next yeah. time I won't do that. Um, all your people level up as well. So there's that kind of RPG element to it. But that doesn't carry on to your next run? No, no, just, not no. your next run, but it will c- keep on going until you In the levels, die, yeah. die. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, l- I like the look of this, you know. I think it looks yeah, cool. so the, I, I like to the visuals. Um, it's it's like a, I guess, 90s, very pixelated look, but it's still, yeah. it, it runs smoothly, if you know what I mean. It looks nice when it's still going. Um I think a big, big oversight is that there's literally only one fucking music track, and it just keeps on going. Ah, right, um, okay. Which, <laughs> I, I think the fact that they've put all this effort in, and I think the visuals are good, and, and the game, play, the loop is good, you, you've got to understand that people are going to be playing it, want to play this game for a long time, so... You need to get more than one music track. Yeah, that is that is a big thing, isn't it? Because then people just get... Even if they don't realise it's the music, they just get bored inherently. Exactly, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, you Go remember ahead. that um, that game uh, that I loved that you could put the attachments on? <laughs> it's, oh, God. It's called Freeman Guerrilla Warfare. And the, my one gripe with that was... The music was one track and it went on all the time, but luckily you can turn the music off. But the problem is when you turn music off in a game. (laughs) This was a game just for listeners early on in the podcast, right? Just winding about the years here. here Um, He he said that he was he was reviewing this game and he said one of the best (laughs) things about it, one of the best things, was that you could put a silencer. On your guns. No. That's one of the best it, things. Yeah, on your guns, as yeah, in like yeah, every person right, in your right, whole hey, army. Mo- mo- moving on. And then he said, after playing it for 70 hours, he said, well, I'm not sure I really like it, actually. <laughs> 70, Seven, hours. 70 hours. 70 Seven, hours. Taken, it took him 70 hours to discover that, mm, I think he's going to give it up. 
It's a good game. But you could put a silencer on the gun, so that's what really was the icing on the cake. <laughs> I, 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 I really like that game. It's such a shame that it's it's kind of dead in the water now. Mm. <laughs> yeah, can't imagine why. Right. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty harsh. Um, yeah, so my, my overall thought to this game... Um, I think it's only a 6 out of 10 if I'm going to give it a rating. Um, uh, that's but, a shame. Yeah, because it gets really old really quickly. Because um, it's the same thing. It's just about placing your thing. You don't really get any... I, I think this game could be really good if you had connection with the people that you had in front of you. Ah, uh, yes. Um, like, to, when someone levels up, it literally just goes like, level up. Like quickly in the corner of your screen. You want the old Rimworld effect of being actually. <sighs> yeah, I mean, because you do have like like when you click on them, you can kind of see stats, and that's quite nice. But it's it's really fiddly to click on every single bloody one of your army, and I think I think this game would be so good if it just had another screen where it was like I don't know army lit, and and it, and it came up with all your people, and it had all yeah. their attack stats or all their, and their names. <laughs> names, their thoughts, their prayers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I want Rimworld. Whether they're all doing right? okay, whether they're happy. <laughs> That's all I want is Rimworld. Is that, is that too yeah, much? You, to... want Rim, you want Rimworld. You want uh, a roguelike <laughs> tactical army battler. Yeah, yeah. In Rimworld. Sorry that. Oh, talking of Rimworld, I, I, uh, I'm playing again, obviously. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. So that uh, new DLC came out. Did um, you get it? I didn't because. It's now twenty pounds, while the others were fifteen pounds. Oh, and that really upset me. That did. <laughs> I can imagine it upset. That you. really fucking upset me because I was only, as you know, buying those add-ons for supporting the developers. This add-on looks. We're we're weird people, Eddie, because <laughs> we went out on Friday night and we spent an absolute fortune. Oh, yeah, I bet that cost on alcohol. I haven't checked. And I haven't checked. No, no, I'm no. We don't. We don't even that. don't even look at the bank account. We spent an absolute fortune on alcohol, and oh, we won't yeah. spend an extra five pounds on a game that you've spent absolutely about three thousand hours in. Absolutely not. No. We're weird people. <laughs> It doesn't even look good, though. That's the problem. Like, it, the, you know what upsets me most of all, and and this, I guess you, you can't really complain to the developers because they 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 uh, created such a good platform for modders to work with. Um, but the mods are better than the DLCs that they're bringing out. Yeah, I know you've said that. You know, so, it's a bit shit, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, a, so it's unfortunate. It's, not shit. It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. Um, and you know what's you know what's even annoyed me even more. So they've released the new update with the new DLC, which has made the 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 mods that created the things that they've brought in obsolete until the mod makers actually update it. Oh, <laughs> it's just really quite clever if you think about it. It is. <laughs> yeah, it might it make is. people go, "Oh, I want children in my Rimworld playthrough." No, oh, I've got to get that. I've got to get the official. Yeah. Uh, fuck, no. yeah. There we go. Yeah, smart. So, yeah, I would say this is 6 out of 10. I think it's a good Game Pass game because it's free. Uh, and I reckon it will hold people for for a whole weekend. Um, yeah, in yeah. Bet- an in-between game as we approach. Absolutely. A really good in-between game. It might even be a game that you just jump on if, you know, like, oh, I've got, I've got 20 minutes before the missus finds out I'm gaming. You know, jump on, have a few games, have a good laugh. Yeah. Lovely. I hear what you're saying. As we approach Sonic, you should be maybe 
thinking about jumping in on this yeah. in the meantime. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So that was Despot's game. Despot's game, right. Good stuff. Um, right, now for the big one this week was A Plague yeah. Tale Requiem. Nice. So uh been anticipating this one for quite quite a while. So I'll go through like we did with Scorn. Um, talk about the graphics, first of all. So this is the first game that I've played on my Series S, and I've thought, maybe I need a Series X. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. Why? It is. It looks It looks soft. It looks a little washed out on the Series X. Wow. Uh, Series S, sorry. That's crazy, because um, what did you play the last one on? I played it on PS5. I played it on Game Pass, uh, and then I played it later on PS5 with the upgrade, I think. And when I played it with the PS5 upgrade, I thought, well, this looks awesome. Yeah, I played it I originally on the Series... Incredible. Yeah. I assume I played the originally on the Series S, I assume. I played it on Game Pass, whatever it was on at the time. Yeah. Um, no, I played it on PC, I think, oh, originally. Wow. I played the first one on PC. Yeah, PC Game Pass, Ooh. I think. Um, so and that looked wonderful. Yeah, it's um, wonderful, isn't it? So it's it's weird. Like this, the Series S, I it looks absolutely fine. It, it really does. It look it it looks it looks fine. Um, <laughs> but from what I hear, um, it looks fantastic on PC, mm. um, and it looks fairly good on the Series X. Now I don't really trust when people put uh, pictures and photos on. On Twitter, oh, because like, of Forza. Oh, that's, that's the Forza. only reason why. Yeah, because it? it's the post-processing. It's the things that yeah. change things. All this kind of nonsense. But I don't know. Like uh, I, I don't really trust them as much. But if you speak to people on the internet, or if you look at what they're saying, you go in expecting it's the best-looking game ever. Uh, I, yeah. I don't. I don't think it's the best-looking game ever. It's just a nice-looking game. Mm. Um, but. Uh, I have, for that reason, because I had the Series S, and I would like to have played it on the Series X, or if I, if my PC was really up to it now these days. Um, but I've been playing it on the Steam Deck on the cloud, actually. Cool. Because the cloud version, I think, looks better than the Series S. Um, wow. Looks on, on the smaller screen and all that kind of stuff. I, I yeah. think it looks quite nice. I mean, obviously it's internet internet um mm. connectivity dependent but i have enjoyed actually just playing it in handheld so i that's that's mainly have been playing it so i don't know take take from that what you will you know a lot of people are are really really rating this on the, on the graphical side and it does look nice but um i think on pc though i think on pc it really would look fantastic because the first game popped so much the first game i was just so impressed with how that looked i thought it looked yeah, incredible so so this this one obviously will also look incredible um given the right um the right setup um but the story uh firstly i'm, I'm on chapter seven and there's 17 chapters so I, i've played it a fair bit but um how long does that take me though i reckon i've played six or seven hours oh okay all right yeah so it's not, uh, the, not longest yeah, the game is 15 to 20 hours, so I must have played about seven hours, I reckon. Yeah, seven hours, something like that. Um, but a lot of people listening will probably know what a Plague Table, uh, Plague Table? Plague Tale is. Um, but it's set in the 1300s in France. You play Amicia, and you're fleeing Plague of Rats, uh, soldiers, the French Inquisition, that kind of stuff. Um, and it's all focused on your little brother, Hugo. You're trying to save him. He's got this blood disease. Uh, he's got this affinity with the rats, all this kind of stuff. That's the same. Anyway. Say, is it exact same story as the last one? Then, um, well, it's a continuation. It definitely right. is a continuation. Okay. Um, so, uh, 
if you haven't played the first one, go and watch a 10 minute recap on YouTube and then you could dive straight into this one. But just make sure you do that because the best thing about this game, without a shadow of a doubt, is the story. The story, for, it's one of those games and we all know them where for some, like you don't know why, but you just care about these characters. You actually do care about the story. Um, the writing, the voice acting, all that kind of stuff just comes together and you care about the characters. And so you can, but in a 10 minute recap, or whatever, you can understand what's going on. You can understand why these characters are acting like they do and stuff like that. So I think that's quite important. Um, but the gameplay is very similar to uh, the last game in so much as uh, it's stealth and it's kind of like survival, resource survival game kind of um, gameplay. We have to pick things up to, to craft. Um, it is... It's got improvements for the last game, but there's no doubt that the gameplay is quite basic. That's yeah. that that is a, a play tale. That's that's that fine. That's first, what the first yeah. game was. Um, but this is more in depth than the first one for sure. Um, there are different mechanics, but they all centre around using your sling, like in the first game. Um, and there's like setting things on fire, there's extinguishing flames using tar, all that kind of stuff. You do get a crossbow as well, um, and there's different methods for killing. The rats and stuff as you as you go through the game no spoilers and stuff like that but you um there are just different methods and and that is a massive thing that there are different methods of doing the stealth stuff which is very cool um and also one thing they've changed and i'm pretty sure they changed it from the first game you don't have to pick up basic rocks in this game there are an infinite amount of rocks in your pack, which is a, a nice touch because i think you had to like gather rocks up to like 10 rocks or something to carry around so fucking good but uh yeah that's that's a good thing um it's a lot more difficult in places than the last game because the last game was very easy i'd say and the stealth of it is very easy um it's more atmospheric and the story stuff created everything um and there are tremendous but there are tremendous kind of accessibility options in this you can you can turn it down to to narrative from normal or, or up to kind of hard um the narrative does make it a lot easier, but you can even put it on like an invincibility mode where you can't get killed by the soldiers and stuff, I think, in the settings, which I do think is very good because this game is about the story. So if yeah. if you were struggling, then yeah, you, and you, you can just do to that. experience it. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and despite it being this really linear game, and we said this last week, didn't we? Like, you're not into linear games no. as much single player linear games you like it's just not this isn't this isn't your type of game you might enjoy this game for a bit but it's not your type of game um but there there are little sandbox areas where you have to get from one point to another point uh, across this like little map and the variety in how you can get there is really really good and there are no objective markers which is it's an, it's a very refreshing thing in a video game like <laughs> Where you don't have a like, you have to get to that point over there. Like sometimes you you do get turned around a bit, and you're like, I don't know whether I'm going the right direction. Where is my out? And that can be a little bit frustrating, but it is what it is for the for the good stuff of being able to just work your way through. I've, um, I've always as I said, yeah, I've yeah. always said that my perfect game would have no markers and no hints, but had a very good like. My perfect game would basically be like Skyrim, but they would go go and see the Jarl in the in the tavern in this town. Yes, and then you'd need to ask people like, "Where is the tavern?" They'd be like, "Our oh, east." And then well, this is why you need to play more Elden Ring. Well, yeah, fine. But Elden Ring, it'll be just somebody randomly saying like, "Oh, there's a thing over there." Yeah, but but to caveat like... all that, 
I've got to admit, I get bloody frustrated, you know, when you're trying to find something and you oh, can't yeah. find it and you look on the yes. internet and go through the fucking playthrough. Yeah, well, the, the, the funnest thing for me with like, games like Elden Ring is actually playing it alongside, like, uh, when you go, ooh, I really want to find this thing. How do I do that? Yeah. And you look it up and you go, oh, right, now I'm going to go and do that. Like, that's I actually find that the funnest part of it. But, mm. um, yeah, this, this I do like the non-objective marker stuff. I do think that is that is really good. Mm. Um, then, the, But the, the standout thing for me is the voice acting, um, mm. which I can only look forward to in Pokemon. Um, but Ami- <laughs> Very good. Uh, Amicia, Amicia, the main character, fucking sensational just like the first game like and mm. i think this is the Same the one. reason why you care about the characters right i think this i think that that is it because if that was crap then you 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 really wouldn't um mm. and that is a voice actress who needs to reprise the role because if they mm. change that there would be a kickoff because yeah. she she really uh was excellent the first game um the one thing that they have improved is the combat the basic combat mm. so amicia is a badass but not like in other games like you are a teenage girl you cannot really engage in hand-to-hand combat and you are incredibly vulnerable Mm. um you know you do you always counter the first attack but if you don't recover enough then and you get hit again then it's basically a two-hit kill so you have to get quite creative and and you can't just run through you have to actually think about what you're doing so you know i don't know how i'd feel about that that would like I don't know. I think I get really bloody frustrated. <laughs> well, this is that's a, that's a good point there because um, on the issues with this game, hmm. it's a very slow start to the point that it's annoying and it forces you to do fucking nonsense and you're like, oh, can I just get on with the game? Um, the gameplay itself is simple and this one is harder than the last one, like I said. Um, but the main thing... This this is on your point that you just said earlier. The main thing about a good stealth survival type game for me mm. is the getting through a section and going and thinking, I just survived. Mm. Like I just did that. Uh, and that's that's the mark where you where you think you're not gonna do something, but you just yeah. do it. But in some of the harder areas in this game, it's really trial and error. It's like try it, die, try it again, die, change something a little bit die change something a bit more made it through okay mm. and it kind of loses its edge because i'm just constantly just trying like rant like i'll try oh can i get to that bit there oh no the rats have killed me all right fine and, and he's it's got a very nice auto save but it kind of takes the edge off and it makes it less and yeah, less dramatic like when you said i just survived i, I completely get that like i love games like Elden Ring when you save at the right spot like yes. my, one of my favourite games ever is obviously Escape from Tarkov I've talked about it a million times yes. and that the whole enjoyment of that game is seeing that end screen come up and knowing that you just survived yes. um, and that that's great but if it's got like a save point where you just I find myself especially when I get lazy I just go oh we'll just lean back on your chair and just yes. keep on doing yes. it until you find yeah, a way yeah you do get lazy there absolutely and i've had times where i just was going just trying the same thing repeating it going i i want to do it this way and it and it like and that's the one that's the one area on this game where i think it does fall down in so much as um that type of game design they're just off having that as being very good Mm. they're just off it because you can drop it down to narrative mode and then it's 
a lot easier. But on the normal mode, I was finding myself just like just hitting against the brick wall, trying to do ah, do it a little bit differently, do it, li- and but not caring. That's the thing. Like the first time when the music's pumped and you're running through and you're trying to do it quickly and then you're like, actually, I'll just hang out in the grass here and <laughs> then I'll put that there. And it, it, I don't know. It's just, it's a bit different. So as I said, this 15, 20 hour game, I, I'm not certain the gameplay would be enough to hold you all the way through. And I'm hoping that the story will keep up because it's very, very good so far. Because if it does, then the story is the hook. Um, And there is more variety in this game, but I'm just thinking like that gameplay probably isn't isn't enough. Um, But this, I mean, the overall package of this game, from what I've experienced so far, it it is the perfect example of a game that is more than the sum of its parts. So the gameplay is very average. Graphically, it's nice, but not insane on the majority of consoles or PCs that people will probably be playing this on. Mm. Um, The story on paper is okay. But for some reason, you genuinely care about it and it turns it into this top quality game. So it is a really good game. But like, if you ask me, well, what's amazing about it? I don't really know. (laughs) But it's the same how I felt about the first one. I don't know. You... you you were you were like the the mechanics are basic, but the story's great and it looks beautiful. You you did say how good it looks. Oh yes, and mm. and I I I'm probably doing this game a little bit of a disservice. I just think I, I was just I was quite disappointed when I turned on my Series S and I was like, everyone's telling me that this is the best looking thing in the world, and that might be a big problem, like, right? Is you've gone into this not only hearing that, but knowing that you were so impressed with the visuals when you played. Yeah, the first they one. were amazing. They yeah. were amazing. So yeah, your um, expectations and, and, were fucking sky high. I also think the first area doesn't do it any justice because it's full of the sun. Like you, what you need is a dark area where it's like glistening off the like the water off the ground and right, all this kind yeah. of stuff. And they come later in the game when I'd already switched to cloud because I was like, yeah, this is. But the character models, like the first thing I saw, like the actual character models don't didn't look as detailed as they did on the first one with the next gen upgrade i thought right. and right. and the lip lip syncing was god awful and their hair oh, I hate was when awful, awful. The, but the games cannot do hair and you're like yeah what is going on here so mm. I, I was just really disappointed with the series s version and you know there could be people listening to this going oh it looks amazing and that's yeah maybe maybe it does on their consoles i mm. just didn't think it did on mine um what would you give it uh, out of 10? Because uh, I'm really difficult to put my finger well, on what you think. Well, I am um, I, I am only on Chapter 7, obviously. Yeah. Um, at the moment, it is a 7.5 out of 10. It's, good, it's a good game. Mm. It's a good game. I see what you mean. So, like, because it, it's so based on the story, if the story turns out to be fucking amazing, you might actually turn this into, like, a 9. Yeah, it could be a 9, yeah. Especially yeah. if it hits the emotional beats towards the end or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Because there are some moments of it, you're like, yes, this oh, is if there's an ultimate sacrifice like Armageddon, then. Oh, goodness. Be... Yeah, if it's Armageddon all over again, then, yeah. <laughs> it's the tears God, again. The, the, te- the tears will be coming in thick and fast um but the the the, the gameplay is is absolutely fine and they do a lot more of it and all that kind of stuff and yep mm. but uh yeah it's it's good it's definitely a good game though i wonder if they kill off one of the the brother or sister oh. because then it means they can't really make another one but it means the no. story will have a fucking brilliant ending doesn't it oh maybe it'll be a nine out of ten <laughs> Because that's what they care about. Grumpy Gamers podcast opinion. 
out of 10 of their game. Mm. So maybe, maybe they've done it just for us. But uh, yeah, so that's what we've been playing this week. Um, so if you've got a different view on on a play tale or or despot's game then let us know um but we will now be moving on to our feature which is and i'm looking forward to this unpopular gaming opinions so <laughs> so i put a uh, question out on twitter and i just said what are your unpopular gaming opinions because mm. you know we 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 were planning to do something on this but i wanted to get some other people so what we'll do is we'll say a few of ours which you'll probably know or most of them already but we'll brush over ours quite quickly and then we're going to move on to the responses that we got on twitter because yeah, and then we'll we'll say whether we agree or not because uh, yeah it's yeah. funny it's good um but a couple from me um probably known uh so on popular opinions <laughs> mario odyssey in my opinion is a boring game mm. and link's awakening is a bad game and uh, I, I watch out for Deadbeat oh, Punk, yeah. uh, host of What the Fuck Do You Want's podcast, Outrage on that one, because I think he was particularly outraged when I mentioned that before. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Link's Awakening is a fucking bad game. Um, so uh, yeah, that's my, my first one. Have you got one? We're going to get so much hate, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, like this is good. I feel bad, right? Because you did only put two down, but this is... This is why I'm here. Is I'm here for my unpopular big yeah. I know. Rants. I know. And I and I and I and I, I celebrate I just, that. So. I just unloaded my brain. I only had 15 minutes before, and I just unloaded. I came up. I know. With, what? How many have I got here? Nine. <laughs> okay. List list a couple, and I will. Uh, I will right. say whether I agree. Okay. Well, I'll put the first two. Um, this one's a shout out to my mate Neil from university. We're going back fucking 12 years now. But I said to him. And he got really pissed off because he is a hardcore for um, PC gamer. I said, first-person shooters are better and more fun on console than they are on PC. Good. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Just think they're more I enjoyable. Mean, I um, used to play Warzone on PC, so ah, but but it made no difference to my enjoyment level. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, I just enjoy it more. Um, and here's a big one. Red Dead Redemption 2 is a boring game. Absolutely, I fully agree with that. And actually, this is an echo chamber. This podcast is now an echo chamber, and you've got people listening to this going, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But you've now entered echo oh, chamber. Man, honestly, when I was listening to your podcast, you and Pete from three weeks ago, where you two were just bouncing off each other, how how about um, how amazing Cyberpunk is. Honestly, and I, I believe Pete said the line something like. Oh, and let's be honest, the, the release of the game wasn't as bad as everyone said it was. And I was screaming at my phone. Like, oh, so so I guess this is what people are doing when we say about how Absolutely. Red Dead 2 is, is boring as shit. It's, yes, it's, it's boring, man. It's Why do you know it's one game. of the best games ever? I just, boring game, yeah, though. I really did so. find it really boring. I did. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> and I gave it a lot. Of, I gave it 25 hours, so I know... I think I gave it's it a, a forty, lot. fifty hour, but I gave it twenty five hours, and if the game doesn't take you in twenty five hours, then it's boring. I, so. I, I think I must have done it out of anger, but I actually took it back. Um, I traded it in, which I, I'll be, okay. I'll be totally honest with you, I regret because it's one of those that after six months and after two years, I've gone. Am I wrong about that game? Um, Should I do it again? Yes, I but, know. But of course, the price for fucking Rockstar games is so extortionate that I'm not ever going to pay that price for it again. So yes, I I know. Yeah, I've had the same thoughts, but uh, I like being. I like saying it's a boring game. <laughs> I like pissing everyone off. Right. <laughs> right. I've got another one. I've got another one. Um, Xbox's main franchises 
are basic. Ooh. So Halo, oh. Gears of War, and Forza, I think, are basic. Oh, franchises. Kirk is fucking livid, right? We're going to get some hate mail just off him alone. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. This is, these are unpopular opinions. You know, it's just, yeah. it's just what I think. Yeah. It's just what I think. Um, and following on for that, Forza Horizon does not look that good. People exaggerate <laughs> how good games look on their consoles. Very few games look that good on a console. That's 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 what I think. Yeah, I, I mean, we, we've had this argument before, and, and it's 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 that photo mode that you're not a fan of, is it? I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I've noticed your last one is something that you've been saying the whole fucking way through the podcast. <laughs> I know you you play you 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 do some more. All right, all right, I'll do two more because these are kind of linked. Um, I only see. Oh no, no, playing mobile games does not make you a gamer. Oh, how rude! <laughs> and we know, we know how big that market is as well. So. <laughs> but your mum is a massive gamer. Um. Okay. There you go. Is my girlfriend a massive gamer? No, she is not. There you go. Um, but your have... mum's played like three thousand hours of. It's not real. Bejeweled gamer. or something. It's not a real gamer. What do you want? Okay. Okay. There you um, go. How about this one then, Ben? You're, I think you might actually get angry with this one. Uh, I only see you as a casual gamer. Unless you've played more than 500 hours of one game. Well, I've obviously played more than 500 hours of one franchise in terms of Football Manager. <laughs> oh, right, um, Football Manager. Yeah, I guess, but, uh, I guess that comes. I do it. think that's a bit naughty because yeah. I think that yeah. gamers like myself like to play so many different games that I, I, I rarely... really get that invested in one particular game. I know, and that's why you're, not, that's why you're a casual gamer. That's why I'm casual, and this is an unpopular opinion. Mm, it's unpopular. Actually, that might, you be, don't a, like that it. might be a pop. That might be popular. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I've seen your next one, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you, do you want me to this die is... down a bit? Do you? See, I told you, I've got opinions. No, this is okay. This is unpopular. Let's go. This is this is this is good. Here we go. This Racing. is a big one, guys. This is a big one. Brace yourself. Racing games. It, no, actually, actually, brace yourself a bit more. Actually, really, really grab that seat that you're in. Grab that racing chair, um, because racing games are for simple-minded people whose favourite food is mashed potato. That's that's <laughs> that's, that's an unpopular opinion. That is a lot to take in. There. Kirk is Kirk's going to be livid after this. Uh, I, well, there's actually quite. A, you know, oh, there's quite a few friends of the show. Um, I'd say, I, I'd probably say uh, Thomas. I'd probably say John. I'd probably say everyone's probably. Uh... I'm making a lot of enemies today. Oh <sighs> yes, good stuff. Good stuff. Do we go with on. another one? Yeah, yeah. Go we, on. Yeah, yeah. We're just gonna let's, right. let's finish yours off before we go to Twitter. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, and everyone another... will forget about everyone will forget about ours then, as we just talk about Twitter people. <laughs> that's that's a great shout. Well. Here's another way to piss off one quarter of the gaming population. Um, Nintendo games are for children. Why don't you shut the fuck up? <laughs> it's an unpopular opinion. What's it your is. It's, yeah. it's a factual I, unpopular I like how opinion. This, this is just taking an opportunity to just say something and there'd be no recourse. No, I know. It's, it's, be- <laughs> it's beautiful. I, I'm so glad I didn't think of this with like two hours to go. This you say this, when, when we go onto the Twitter ones, we'll be going, hmm. Do we agree? Do we not agree? (laughs) (laughs) But yes, okay, carry on, carry on. Oh dear. Um, You know what? The last three aren't bad. Uh, Fallout 4 is the best Bethesda game. 
Well, that is unpopular. Though. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of people will disagree, but at least they won't be outraged like the others that I've said. <laughs> yeah, I, not, I, I just yeah, think I don't get wrong. I like the other ones. I really, really do. But I think Fallout Four is a surely Skyrim awesome. is better than Fallout Four. Skyrim is really, really good. Um, but I enjoyed Fallout Four way more because of the base building aspect of it. So fair enough. There you go. Um, remasters are just ways of taking advantage of diehard fans. Mm, okay, okay. That's yeah. real talk. Yeah, that's real talk. It's there, getting Andy. deep. It's getting deep. Yeah, yeah. You've you've stripped out the onion there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think I've actually. I say this is an unpopular opinion, but I think actually the majority of proper gamers will agree with this. Indie games are better than triple A's. Oh. <laughs> Knowing that you're a triple A player. <laughs> yeah, but I. Uh, I don't know, like. This one sparked yeah. Ben from when we were chatting about um, last last few years games of the years, and we were looking at all of them, and all of them were like indie, either was an indie game or indie game was like well, big talk. Yeah, but what I would say is maybe maybe that could be on quite a few games, but the best AAA will be better than the best indie, in my opinion. If yeah, I think side because side, of the budgeting. Yes, I, yes. I, I think I agree with you there. Um, but I can see, I can see the argument that you would prefer if you if you had to strike some type of game away. If you said I never get to play either AAA's A's or I never yes. get to tri- play indie games, absolutely, you would say get rid of AAA's. I'll, I'll sack off the AAA's. Yeah, yeah. Every time I can ever. understand you saying that. Yeah, because <laughs> of financial reasons. <laughs> <laughs> financial reasons never stop me, buddy. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> right, okay, we're moving on to the people of Twitter now who responded. So thank you very much if you responded to this. But we got some good ones here. Um, but somebody who is in agreement with one of yours, Eddie, uh, Scott said uh, he's never been fussed by Nintendo games. So, you know, this is the thing. Like, if you're, if you're not a Switch owner, then I can see that oh, being the case. Go. Here we um, go. I can, no, I can, I can understand it. I can understand. It. That's fine. That's fine. fine. But uh, as soon as you get a Switch, or or if you have played Nintendo consoles in the past, maybe from the game Nintendo sixty four onwards was probably they're the franchises that you can really yeah. get behind. I don't know. Yeah, but it's one of those that if I bought a Switch, I would love every game because my brain would go, "You've just spent so much money on yes. a fucking Switch, yes. so you're going to enjoy yes. this." <laughs> Yes, absolutely, and 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 you know what? You'd enjoy them more than you thought you would. Yeah, I think I would. There's a lot of games that are on the Switch that I go, oh, that looks like it would be fun. Bayonetta. Okay, right, fine. <laughs> um, next one, I'll go. Uh, Danny Shergill. I'm going to yep. upset m- so many people tonight. Uh, I'm, it, it's the <laughs> fact that I'm not good at reading people. It's not the fact that I don't know how to pronounce people's names. Um, God of War 2018 was really overrated and carried by the banter between uh, Kratos, Kratos, Kratos. Oh, sorry, I, I've, I've written that wrong. That's Kratos, sorry. right? It's supposed to be <laughs> yeah. Kratos, right? Yeah, but I've just, I've just typed it in. Oh, badly. thank fuck Anatrius. for that! I just yeah, thought yeah. I've been saying it wrong the whole. Um, no, Kratos yeah. and Arteus. Atreus. Arteus. I've just written it wrong. I think. You couldn't have written both of them wrong. Is that how you spell it? I thought it was Atreus. <laughs> you can tell I've never played God of War. Kratos and Atreus, yeah. Yeah, I just... 
You've spelled both the names wrong. wrong. Yeah, yeah, I just wrote it wrong and oh, got you to read it. Yeah. Fuck's sake. What do you think of that, Ben? <laughs> um, I do think it was overrated. I don't think it was carried by the banter, but I do think it was a good game. All right, so, so you thought it was good, yeah. but it was it was really overrated because everyone said how fucking world class it was. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, next one, Richard Frutal. Yeah, that looks right. Fuck's <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> sake! But he said uh, he doesn't see himself gaming in twenty to thirty years, despite gaming for sixty plus hours a week currently. Now, my immediate thought was this: with this, for sixty plus hours currently in a week, that's, that's cool. how long. That's how much he games up. That. Uh, he's, he's putting in some serious, serious time. I don't know. Um, how many hours do I play a week? I mean, yeah, go on. I think, I think during the daytime, probably two oh, yeah, evening. Yeah, plus you you were in a weird situation where so you seven times five so thirty five. Does that count? Does I don't really count, play then? on Saturdays, do I? Because I'm not allowed. Sundays, no, allowed to. I play for a good. Whew, that could be a ten hour job there. So yeah, oh no, I'm I'm I reckon I reckon about forty five hours. Yeah, wow. Even well, even then, you're only at forty five. Yeah, that's this awesome, this kid's putting in time. No, there you go. He's a real gamer, unless you know, <sighs> of course. But he doesn't see himself gaming in twenty thirty years. Now I hope I would. How old would I be? Mm. That's a really yeah, interesting I I one. Be. I would like to know why. Richard Frutal, yeah. can you please tell us why? Do you think it's because you'll be dead? In that case, fair enough. But that's it. Or do you think because mm. the gaming industry is declining? Because that will be a very interesting point. What do you yeah. do, Ben? 20 or 30 years' time? I would like to think so. It depends how gaming evolves. If it evolves to full um, uh, Ready Player One, then I don't think so. This is why, Ben, I think I'm at advantage here. Because I'm a gamer who loves to chuck a thousand hours into games that are literally replayable. So, for example, in 20 to 30 years, mm. I can easily see myself going back to my Warbands, to my Rimworlds, to my Warhammer Total Wars, and just playing the shit out of them. On yes, the and, and I'll still be chasing the dopamine hit of getting a new AAA. <laughs> yes. I put, I'm putting my back out by playing Ready Player One style. <laughs> yeah, you, you would not be able to play too much because of your back. <laughs> yeah, li- listeners, li- listeners, I um, I do have a, a glass back. Glass <laughs> you know, if I was in Rimworld, my trait would be glass back. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> absolutely. It is what it is, um, right? Yeah. Next one, uh, Boxenberger. Kojima is the most overrated gaming creator. Okay, I'll see myself out. Wow, that's quite a big one, isn't it? That is quite a big one. Um, he probably you know, is. The, to be fair, he's probably the biggest gaming creator. He's like the, probably the most famous, right? Yes, and and for that reason, maybe he may be almost overrated by default because people will always big him up more than yes what it, the thing is he is so highly rated oh absolutely. it's almost impossible for him to be underrated <laughs> he it's it, it's it's almost impossible for him to be correctly rated the most likely outcome is that he's overrated <laughs> <laughs> Jesus but i um you know after after that man did death stranding He's undisputed, in my in my opinion. Out of all the amazing games that he's yes. made, and you yes. go to that yes. one, that's yes. insane. Yes. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Huh? Nope. 
Boxenberger should be. Right, moving on. Um, Kirk Kirk said that he's not going to be on the podcast, obviously. But he said Zelda is overrated. And then he put in brackets all of them. To which I queried and said, oh, uh, I thought you enjoyed Wind Waker. Yeah. And I also think that's the only Zelda he's played. Yes, I thought it was as well, yeah. Yes, and he said, uh, yes, he enjoyed it, but overrated. And he's applied that to all of them. Um, I think we can all agree <laughs> that this is another Dead Space moment. So, <laughs> so. Oh, I do love Kirk's opinions. I, I do. He's a good chap. And he's not here to defend himself, so that's even better. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, right. very good. Right, I'll go next. Brando Calrizia. Carizia, there you go. Yep. Brando Carizia, um, there you go. You can write to complain at Grumpy Gamers at no, something. No, moving yeah. on. Yeah. Modern <laughs> games are that are retro are meh. You say this, don't you, Eddie? I, I do like this. I don't know who this Brando is, but he's got a good head on his shoulders. Fucking yeah. smart guy. Yeah. If Whenever I they Brando, say, <laughs> if I, I know I Brando. My favourite Italian. Uh, he, he, yeah, you're right. Retro games. Oh, this is based on retro. Oh, it's got 90s vibes. Yeah, they're not good. Stop. People stop buying them. Agreed. Wow, you agreed as well. Okay. Yeah, I do think they're meh. Wow, Brando, you there you go. Your, your unpopular opinion was... Right. This, this, this is a big one, okay? Go on. So this is from John. He said... Red Dead Redemption is the only good game that Rockstar have made. Now, I'll take I'll take issue with this. That the first re- I I can only hope that he is talking about the first Red yeah, Dead Redemption. Yeah, see that that's where this this is hugely different because I for the record before you continue, I loved the first one. Same. Oh, brilliant. Same. Oh, brilliant. Excellent. We're in agreement, yeah. We're in agreement. So yeah, and and he and and then I'll just follow up with this next one. Trekaholic also said GTA games are overrated. So look, there's there's a there are people out there like my like us. I think GTA games are overrated, and I think Red Dead Redemption Two is overrated. I never played Bully, um, but oh, I I do yeah. think that I do think that Rockstar's um, Rockstar games control awfully. Mm. I think their movement is so out of date it's crazy mm. um and i don't i almost don't get it like i can understand red dead redemption 2 with the story like yeah. stuff that's great but i just don't i don't really get the gta games i don't know why they're so i loved. um I, I love them i absolutely love them um i think they're really really good um i think there are so many different mechanics that they could incorporate it to make it an absolute world class game but I wholeheartedly agree with Trekaholic. I, th- I think, I think I enjoy them and I like them. But my God, they're they're praised as world beaters, aren't they? I mean, GTA Five is the stats on that. that yeah, the mental. That game yeah. is insane. I I liked Vice City when I was a child. Oh yeah. Actually, you know what? I I, I think I probably like it because I played the the originals when I was younger. You remember? Is it? Grand Theft Auto one and two, and then London. I think it was uh, it? three was, and then three was the time when yeah, and three was the yeah. time when it went actual three D. That was amazing when I played it first time at a friend's house, and that was fucking awesome. Yeah. Voice City was great, but 
I don't know whether for me Vice the, the GTA games were good when I was a kid, hmm. but okay. as an adult, meh. Yeah, it's just what I think. It's I just like what them, I think. But yes, completely agree. They're overrated. Yeah, absolutely. All right, next, uh, Decoy Snake. Great name, buddy. Uh, PlayStation will be fine without Call of Duty. Agreed. Yes, actually agreed. Agreed. Yeah. The, the, you know, I, I I love PlayStation. I love Xbox. I love Nintendo. I love all of them. But what I will say is that I think PlayStation can do absolutely fucking nothing and would still technically win this generation. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think PlayStation could just carry on, release some exclusive, and I think they would still sell the most consoles. I, I don't think the Activision deal is going to do what everyone thinks it's going to do. Mm. I don't think Call of Duty will be this, especially there's three more years on the thing, so the majority yeah. of PlayStations and Xboxes will be bought before mm. that deal runs out. like So it's not going to have the effect on this generation. Going yeah. to next generation, PlayStation will still technically be the dominant force going to next generation because they'll have more sales. And you never know, Call of Duty, Call of Duty could fall on its ass. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. Every All it single, yeah. like, there are so many, If I looked back three years ago, I liked Just Cause. I like Battlefield. I um, Far Cry, you're all into Far, Far Cry. Far Cry, fucking loved Far Cry. Still haven't played the new one. Yeah, absolutely. Thing this this happens, and and Call of Duty. I mean, once it comes under the Microsoft banner, you think they'll be putting everything into it and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So you I'm think it will have legs, but you know, stranger things have happened, and mm. you know, I don't know. I I think PlayStation will be absolutely fine as well. Decoy yeah. Snake, agreed. Well done, Decoy Snake. Um, Bonds Pop. Great name as well. Great names. Um, so he came out of a almost a weird theory. He said, "So Sony will be forced to sell off the PlayStation brand." I think this is in a few years. I think this is later mm. into the at the end of the generation. Sony will be forced to sell off the PlayStation brand. Microsoft will be the only company able and willing to buy it, and they will merge all titles with Xbox. The future next gen console will be branded as PlayStation Xbox. I mean that is outlandish. That's huge. That's a huge coin. This if this pans out, we need to get some lottery tickets off Bonds Pop. Yeah, I mean this is more of like a uh, unpopular prediction, rather than unpopular <laughs> opinion, <laughs> or but, uh, a very unlikely prediction. I think we should yeah, have absolutely. a feature on that. <laughs> absolutely, and we've just discussed how because the next three years after the completion of that deal, I don't think it will affect too much in terms of console sales. <laughs> For PlayStation to really drop off a clip in like the last year or something would be quite, quite yeah. something. But uh, <laughs> something yeah, big's going to happen at Sony, I think. Oh, I can only this Ooh. is yes, you're big. big. <laughs> Look forward to it, buddy. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, next one. Oh fuck me, I'm going to get this wrong. Uh, Raphael Oppenheimer. Yeah, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Wow. I think that's actually right. Well done, Chris. Um, video <laughs> games, Pete at Asteroids. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I don't know if that's that's Raphael saying video games are shit. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I, th- I can only assume <laughs> how I rationalised this was like because there was nothing really before it. Like that was such a big hype jump. <laughs> so the hype for Asteroids must have been out of this world. <laughs> Whereas because there have been games after Asteroids, the hype for the next game just isn't that big a jump. Right. Okay, that, that's that's 
<laughs> I've changed what he said. I've changed what he said. Yeah, yeah, because that's definitely not what he meant. No, so. it's not what he said. Yeah, it's not what he said. It's not what he meant. Oh, yeah. dear. No, I like this. This, this, this is a grumpy gamer. That's what I like. <laughs> Welcome to yes. the club. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Right. Uh, moving on to our last couple now. So Ryan Repulsive said, "Ah, yes." He said, "This is a." actual considered one uh wish there was more single player or cooperative focused story driven games competitive multiplayer games do not interest me at all and the addition of battle royale games and adding in battle royale into multiplayer or sometimes single player needs to stop um ryan i'm very glad you said this um i could not agree more it's funny because i do play multiplayer games uh and i do play battle royale games i play two of them to be precise but I, if you went back a few years, you would have heard me at every single time I drank a beer completely agreeing with you. Like, I think what multiplayer games have done to the industry have damaged it. It was when Fallout released Fallout, released Fallout 76. And I mm. went, what the fuck is happening to the gaming industry that they're focusing on this multiplayer? They're not focusing on the... The single player, they're not focused on story with a good mechanical game and it's fucking everything up. Yes, but then if Starfield comes out next year and it's an absolute banger, then you can't say that it's harming it. But what happens if they bring it out with multiplayer elements, man? And then you're going to have people driving their ship into your ship and running around and... Yeah, I think I think I think Ryan does have a point because I do wish there were because we generally get like these a couple of these like real top 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 single player games that come out each year. Um, I do like a cooperative focused story, you know. Um, uh, like um, I'm gonna forget all the names now. So with brothers and um, the one breaking out of the prison, a way out, uh, and then. It takes two. I know those are all by the same people, but um, mm. those kind of cooperative story-focused games where you sit on the same fucking sofa, like, I like that. Um, I don't know you have to work together. <laughs> no, well, actually, yeah, gone are the days of university, actually. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, it's uh, but even over the internet, so they, I do like co-op games, but mm. multiplayer games are... The, the live service games are where the money is. If they hit them... I do think live service games will kind of go down. You're going to get less third-party ones because Sony have really pushed the first-party ones. They're going to be coming out um, all the time. But live service games, if they hit, they make so much money. But if they don't and they miss, I think they just lose everything. So I think mm. it's it's like the massive gamble. Um, yeah. But yeah, so multiplayer games, live service games, battle royales, I don't think... I'd like to think that Battle Royales have kind of reached their peak at the moment, I think. Um, what, so you think there'll be knows? less of them? I do, yeah, because I think we've got some really good ones out and they aren't dying and everyone that tries to come out, they don't really permeate the market. Yeah. Like that so. Golf Rocket League one. Yeah, there's loads of them that have come out. We mm. we looked at the one in new releases last week as well. So, yeah. All right, okay, whatever. Yeah, fair um, enough. All right. Yeah. Um... The False Shepherd. What's with these? The False Shepherd and the Decoy Snake. Do you reckon they're friends? It's great, great names, great names. Yeah. Uh, Nia, Final Fantasy, and Death Stranding suck ass. What's Nia? Nia? Nia, Nia, like Nia and Neil Tomato and. Oh right, that that yeah, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
I think that's harsh on Final Fantasy. I think we I all think agree it's harsh on Death, Death Stranding. Stranding I think I think game. we yeah. I think I think we can all conclude, um, and I agree with you, Eddie, that Death Stranding is amazing. No, but... no, no. In, in, in fact, a lot of people said it was no, no. Bad, I hear what they? you're saying. I hear what you're yeah. saying. I heard it. I heard it. That's no, fine. no. A lot of people said it was very bad. They said Walking Simulator. Actually, pretty sure I love simulators. <laughs> It doesn't make a good game then. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, unpopular opinion there. Final Fantasy. There's loads of people out there going, I love Final Fantasy. I've never really been into Final Fantasy. How about Seven? Uh, uh, not really. I like the remake was all right. Oh, the part I love Seven. Yeah, absolutely love. Oh, God. I, I know. It, was... I think it was a lot of people of our age, their entry into playing RPGs. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think it was their entry point. So I think that's why people loved it, you know, on PlayStation and what have you. It's a real big entry point. But uh, anyway, the last one we have, the last one from those from Twitter, Jon Snow 117. That is a, that is a juxtaposition, isn't it? You, you um, know nothing, Jon Snow. Let me say that right now. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, any, yeah, anyone. You're welcome. Do you have to pay anyone to use that line? Is that royalties sort of thing? Uh, I hope not. Um, <laughs> anyone okay with Nintendo releasing each Pokemon game as two separate full price games has Stockholm, Stockholm Syndrome? <laughs> I think that is a brilliant comment <laughs> because it's so fucking true. Like, can you imagine yeah. another game coming out that, right, let me just p- paint this picture for you, this little word picture. I'm going to release the game twice, two different versions of the game, and one of which is going to have some content, and the other is going to have the other content. And to get all the content, you need to buy two games. <laughs> oh, it's what? Pokemon. They could do whatever they fuck they want. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and people will always pay it. So. It's so true. <laughs> Fucking voice acting. Oh, <laughs> I like these comments because... I reckon every single one of these has pissed off a hell of a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Mm. Unpopular opinion would be something like, uh, Pokemon doesn't need voice acting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's not an, that's not our opinion. <laughs> I really wish someone put that one in. Uh, right, but thank you again to everyone that did uh, comment because that is uh, we we enjoyed reading those. Uh, oh, that's pretty absolutely. cool, and uh, we have run very long, Eddie. We've oh, very, Pete's gonna Pete be is going to be fucking again. furious. Yeah, yeah, absolutely furious. Right. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a longie. It's a longie. Right. Okay. Time. If you would like to email us, uh, point out anything we've got wrong and uh, and such, um, podcast at grumpygamers.co.uk. You can tweet us at grumpygamerspod. Um, YouTube Grumpy Gamers Podcast. Um, we put the pod up there. We put some other things up there, and we are streaming on Twitch 7 p.m. every Thursdays. Our Twitch and YouTube, um, and our Twitch is Grumpy Gamers Podcast, all one word. We will be continuing Dead Space Two nice. uh, on Twitch uh, this this week, and I think that's going to be our third or fourth stream. Fourth stream. So yeah, yeah. We're cracking on with that game. But uh, yes, that was a giddy. That was a giddy. So. Um, until until next time, it's GG. GG.